There we go. All right. Nice. Here we are. Start. I like that metronome click in. It makes me feel like I'm back in the studio. I didn't mean to do that. What was that like 125? <laughs> I, I don't know what that means. It's speaking Chinese to me. Yeah. So I've actually come a long way since you first met me and came over. True. True. Yep. I've come like a long way, like technology. Like I've watched so many videos. Like I can actually do this now. I can start the podcast. Yeah, yeah, the the evolution of uh, the human mind. Yeah, taking steps, baby steps towards intellectual power. <laughs> That's a good way to look at it, right? Well, knowledge is power. So in a way, you are just uh, taking the tools of your mind and you're expanding uh, what they can do, and you're just putting them to work in different ways. Yeah, that's a unique unique thing about a human mind and the human body. Something I've learned and something I believe in is that really human beings. Uh, are capable of doing almost anything. It's yeah, a, it's a it's a mind over body. Sometimes, yeah, you kind of dig in. The mind is so much new, stronger new than new techniques. You give it credit new for things. Yeah, new things that you can adapt to. Yeah, over time, learning. But uh, it's an interesting way of putting it. I like that. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, human beings were amazing, and yes. The first time that is true. Uh, the first time we were over here, the studio was getting put together, piece by piece. Yeah, I guess uh, there were some added pieces since then. Some that have been subtracted. taken away, subtracted, <laughs> taken. <laughs> I prefer taken away. Well, um, died, ceased, desist. Hopefully they come back. <laughs> hopefully they come back at at. Plant some seeds. Yes. Literally. Literally outside. Um, Actually, that's a great idea. Is maybe some good yeah some good uh, vegetation yeah i do like the garden actually um before i lived here i had a little garden at my house and yeah, i did the tomatoes and tomatillos i tried peanuts and eggplants wait and you tried peanuts yeah that's something i've always been interested in trying yeah is it easy it's just like growing anything else stick it in the dirt and water it really yeah <laughs> oh shoot yeah and you never would think that yeah I, I didn't either. I just every year I wanted to try a new plant. Just why not? Mm -hmm. And I happened to walk by they, like it's so funny going into those stores where they sell all those different plants because you wouldn't think it'd be that cool. But it is to you mean like a nursery. Like, a yeah, real yeah. Landscape nursery. Yeah. And, you know, the you varieties. Got, yeah. You go in there thinking, oh, you're just going to get some tomatoes and some peppers to make salsa. Then you're like, oh, whoa, I didn't think about this vegetable or this or that. You're like, oh, zucchini's cool. I like that. Or Brussels sprouts. I did Brussels sprouts once just because I thought that was cool. And then, so yeah, the first time I saw peanuts, I was like, I like a good peanut. And so I was like, oh, I'll try it. It's, uh, so it did seems they cool. So right? It's, it, just, it's it, just a it plant. Just a regular it, you know, it's, in a, oh, it it's a plant. plant. It yeah, it comes as a, okay. as a plant, like in the planter. <clears throat> so you've never, have you ever started a peanut like a peanut? Oh, no, 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 no. I just had the plant stuck that in and then uh -huh. it grew and then the peanuts yeah, um, like five or six per plant. I Aren't they in the, the root? They're obviously. Yeah, root, they're right? in the root. And Which yeah. most people are like nut. 
and it's actually no, it's a legume. Legume, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like a bean, but it's grown under. Yeah. Ground, which yeah. Is I, also I, interesting. I don't know how many I got off of them. I don't know how many like were a potato. on. Potato. Potatoes are like a clump of, you know, root system underneath. Yeah. Kind of like a peanut, except the sh- peanut has a shell. Yep. Potatoes don't have a damn shell. Thankfully. <laughs> be a lot less french fries out there if potatoes Dude. had a shell <laughs> they were just giant peanuts yeah it'd be like <laughs> yeah maybe who knows i mean it'd be, wonder what would happen if you crossed a potato with a peanut you know they're crossing stuff all the they're time crossing a lot of crap right now yeah uh no that's great that you love to garden and that's interesting because we are talking about some indoor plants to get for the studio but right um, i have a giant garden as well you do have a giant garden. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I love to garden as, as well. Right. You got yourself so. a little bit of a green thumb. Yes, yes. No, but I, I have an outdoor garden, you know, vegetables and yeah. herbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, yeah, dude, my corn is blowing up right now. As tall as an elephant's ear, elephant's eye. Is that a, a saying they say? Well, corn, corn's like a variety of grass, right? Okay. Which is interesting because so are palms, palm trees, okay. coconuts. Ooh. are in the grass family really yeah palm trees are a part of the grass family but what's interesting is corn is for being in the grass family man that shit just takes off yeah yeah it, never thought about that oh, i never yeah, i never that's off. one i haven't grown yeah it gets so big so fast compared to everything else and then i have some eggplants uh bell peppers i like my peppers Egg. which i didn't know until sorry i didn't know until recently i found out uh your peppers you can just grow those things year round. If you have indoor setup, you can indoor bring, setup's the way to go. Bring them in, and peppers are a plant uh, that they just keep producing, which makes total sense. Because yeah. when I lived in Hawaii, we had a little chili pepper plant in the back of my house, and uh, man, that thing just went year round. And I just made chili water. Chili water. Yeah. For what? What's chili water for? For so, a diet. So I, <coughs> so I lived with a group of Texan boys. Okay. And, uh, I mean, they were all about waking up and drinking their beer at 8. You know, okay. Right on time. And uh, chewing and smoking all day long. And right. And eating hot sauce on everything. So Ooh, I, I, yeah. So they taught me how to make this Texan, uh, this Texan uh Oh, that's right. You're a chef. Water. You're a chef. So this is, like, right in yeah. your wheelhouse. I do cook, yeah. I okay. do cook. And, uh, yeah, so it's just a... Uh, it's a base recipe of a ratio of one to one. Um, all three items, water, vinegar, and salt. And you can put a little bit of honey if you want. Something sweet. And so the water, like the ratio of water was chili water. And is yeah, that what, is that you what take you your chilies. No, you just take those three ingredients. Okay. And you take these chilies off this Hawaiian, it was a Hawaiian chili plant. And you just crush up about 20 or 30 and you put it in the water and you just leave it overnight. Okay. And it just, it becomes like this hot sauce. That you just drizzle on everything, and it's so good, and it's amazing. And you can you and you you <laughs> chose to use chili pepper, but I'm sure any pepper would probably uh, use. Could, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming you could use a variety of spicy peppers to get the result. All necessary. right, give but me give us so it's one part. It's just three, yeah, three equal parts of water, salt, and vinegar, and really uh, salt. So like, say I wanted so one cup water, one cup vinegar, and one, one cup, cup of salt. salt. Yeah. That seems salty. It does seem salty, but you're gonna find that after, after it uh, basically all dissolves, you're gonna be adding it onto things as like a topping. So it's gonna 
Okay. That's going to add that salt flavor. What kind of vinegar? White distilled or apple cider. Okay. Those are the two. That but those are, are those two completely different flavors? Yeah, two different flavors, but either or work. I like the apple cider vinegar. Oh, okay. Because it really fights with the salt. But yeah, dude. So that's that's what we used to do. We used I to, just I used wanted to make, to make sauce. I <laughs> wanted to make sure that we got that on here because I want to come back and listen to this, and make my own. Yeah, dude. And I want to know. And try yeah. it. Oh, I'm gonna make they it. Have, yeah. they have, you can do a uh, Korean spicy uh, peppers as well for spicy. I've got a uh, a guy at work that's a big time gardener, and uh, he loves peppers. And he said he has a uh, scorpion pepper for me if I want. Never heard of the scorpion pepper. I'm sure it's like hotter than the habanero. <laughs> it makes like, the ghost pepper feel like a bell pepper. Probably close, close to something like that. <sighs> yeah. Well, talking about uh, food and uh, all that uh, interesting stuff. What about Anthony Bourdain, dude? Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. This is like the third. This will be the third podcast in a row we've brought this guy. Okay, up. yeah. So he's on. Yeah, he's on a lot of people's minds right now. Yeah, that was one of those ones that really <laughs> hit me. Like, there's only one other Mike D from the Beastie Boys. Oh, I sorry, I don't know anything about that. Okay, you know he died a few years ago. Uh, it's been, I guess, it's been a, maybe five years ago, a little over five years ago, I believe. And that was like the first celebrity type death that like. It's kind of a gut punch. And then Anthony Bourdain was the second one where it's like, that one really hurts because I yeah. spent a lot of time watching his Every, show. Everyone watched him, yeah. Yeah, he was just so, like, he was a man's man. Like, guys just, every guy could relate to him and probably would want to have a beer with that dude. You could live vicariously very well through Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Who's such a good storyteller. His voice mm -hmm. was just perfect and, like, his open-mindedness, like, he'd put himself in any kind of... How many tattoos did he just randomly get? He, did he have a bunch? <laughs> I mean, I remember originally watching Anthony Bourdain when he had, like, maybe one or two. And when he passed, for sure the last picture I saw, he looked like he yeah. had some uh, added ink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know if he just gets them on the road or... I know I think I... Th see him at least get one on the road yeah that was a, that was one of those sad ones that one that hit hits you and I, I think that hit a lot of people like you know yeah. same with robin williams yeah that's the other name that, that got so, brought up so is it something uh vici huh do you know vici what's vici avici avici okay so he died on the Who's 20th of april hitler's birthday 420 okay he died on 420 and he was in don't want to be wrong about this, but I'm going to say the Middle East. Who Saudi is this Arabian guy? Who? Peninsula, somewhere along there. Avicii. He's Avi a, I've never heard of Avicii. Should I know who Avicii is? I'm sure if we played a song by him, you would recognize Okay. Uh, Levels is one that is very uh, familiar with most people. But he's an EDM artist. Oh, so I don't, I'm not in that world. Like that okay. Dance, hype. Okay. Oh. The hype, dance. To oh, get your, okay. Your, get your he died recently. He died recently. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. You, do I remember reading about read an yeah, EDM it was all guy. Over. Okay. So he died, right? Okay. Now and I'm re now recalling this. Yeah. And then I don't know if I'm saying her name right. Kate Spade. Oh yeah, from Ken she's actually from Kansas City. What? Yeah, they buried her here a few days ago. David Spade was here. Um, yeah, she was from here, dude. And they were and what? they and they even asked. Um, I just read this in the paper or something the other day. 
instead of they she requested or the family requested instead of sending them flowers that they would like you to send donations to Wayside Waifs, which is like the biggest no-kill animal shelter in Kansas City. Hmm. So yeah, she's she was from here and so they want money to go to animals. Yeah. Instead of flowers to her, you know, dead body. <laughs> yeah. So you got any theories on Anthony Bourdain or is he just Oh, bro. My mind goes crazy on a lot of stuff. Uh is my mind accurate on a lot of stuff? I have no idea. Um my take <clears throat> my take on a lot of situations in life is pick up the patterns. Okay? Mhm. That's that's who I am. Um I'm a musician. I went to school for music. That's not going to move a whole lot. Uh sorry. I went to school for music. Um I grew up uh, as a as a drummer. Patterns to me are something that I could recognize. Okay, that makes sense as a drummer. And uh, it's just uh, I see things in the world sometimes, and I just see patterns. You know what people uh, are about and what they talk about uh, openly. Um, all of a sudden, starts to get hidden, and then all of a sudden, they're gone. And it's this very frequent scenario. Like Avicii, he was literally talking about, uh, I think it was child trafficking. And okay. he had a music video. Where was supposedly. he from? <coughs> I don't know where he's exactly from. But uh, but not the United States. Like, no, not okay, the United States. Okay, that's, okay. I could be wrong. Norway, Sweden, okay. Poland. I'm guessing. I'm thinking somewhere around there. Okay. Europe. But a white dude. Yeah, a Caucasian. White dude. <laughs> from not America though, okay. Not America, uh, yeah. So he, uh, yeah, he's from Europe. Okay, pretty sure. And yeah, he was. T- so he was talking about some pretty deep stuff. And then, I mean, people knew he was having problems with his health, but then you read the story. Okay, that's about a sweet spot over there. Yeah, you read the story oh. about. Oh, listen, ladies and gentlemen, listen to that voice. <laughs> get up on that when you sound <laughs> when you get on it. That voice is good. I know, I know, it's so nice. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, but uh, you listen to the story about how he died. They say he used a piece of glass, right? And he cut himself. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know anything about yeah, this guy. So he, he cut himself with a piece of glass. It's always like, like these, yeah, really weird, random. Robin Williams, what he hung himself, right? I don't remember how he died. I don't know. But it's just, it's always like people just, they knock themselves off. So they just randomly decide to just do something. Most of them are in the middle of something. Heath Ledger's in the middle of movies. Anthony Bourdain's in the middle of a series. Yeah. You know, he was talking frequently before he died about how much he loved being a father and really this new meaning he had in life. So, I mean. And talking <coughs> about how in love he was with his girlfriend. Yeah. And he'd never but been then, happier. Well, his girlfriend, you look into her and uh, she's, I don't know, I, I you just go through her Instagram, I think. Someone went through Instagram and just looked at some photos that oh. she was about and what she was into. Okay. And, like, I wouldn't have my kids get babysat by her. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, really? Yeah. Just some interesting pictures that are just, like, eh, uncomfortable. Let's okay. just put it that way. Um, uh, well, help gonna, me understand. I'm not, I'm What's uncomfortable? Go if it's on that. her Instagram, it's already <laughs> out there. So, like, what would it have been? Like, it's um, not something she's hiding. You've not... It's not like some secret you stumbled upon. She has, she's got it out there. What would it have been? Uh, uh, I don't know. I think uh, her 
her views just from her Instagram. Okay. And this is just me, so I'm not going to interject anything more than my own genera- general sure. you know, viewpoint yeah. because I'm just going to give my generals. No one else is going to see things the way I do. So just her morals and her viewpoints is not something I would okay. agree with. So it's something – she would be someone that I would – I would myself personally just kind of not want to spend a lot of time yeah. with if I didn't want to or if I didn't have okay. to. Um, so that's it, just from my viewpoint. Yeah. So that's how I take a, um, his girlfriend at the time. Um, and then other than that, like uh, just get back to the fact that uh, there's patterns and things. And right. uh, you see a lot of people that are getting knocked off. <clears throat> and then it's always some strange occurrence happening. Well, the Las Vegas shooting, you know, like just so many things not Boy, they don't talk up. about that Anomalies. anymore. Oh, it, yeah. Isn't it interesting how the they news disappear. is so well propagated and Operation Mockingbird is in effect so well yeah. that literally people just, yep, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah, that happened. Florida shooting happened? Oh, yeah, this kid. Like how many shootings have happened? They just, all we know now is guns are dangerous because yeah. – We've had it flash in front of our face so many times. No one could really accurately right now give me dates, times, periods for the last 20 most frequent shootings because it happens so much. You don't have memory and time and space in our little brains. It is when we have so much to think about in our own life. You know, our life is made complicated enough sometimes, you know, let alone to think about all these things that the news is being like, hey, 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 hey. So, um, you know. All of this flashing of uh, propaganda in front of us, in front of our faces, it can dull us down to really look at and desensitize look, us. Yeah, really look into things and really stop for a second, take a snapshot of something, Las Vegas shooting, aka, mm-hmm. and say, "Wait, does this make sense?" You know, let's just stop and going from this, you know, terrible tragedy to this one, to this one, to this one, to this one. No one can finish the puzzle no one ever has time right yeah stop and just look at some that just make no sense whatsoever and it's just like we're being messed with there's no other way to get them down to so? it because it, i mean well yeah you just look at las vegas shooting and like seriously it was one guy out of one window it was that was an interesting one because the he was a millionaire, wasn't and he? Somehow he snuck in all these guns. Well, I think if you got him. money, yeah, you can do that. People had slips of two people eating dinner in his room. You yeah. know, the cartridges of how many he had to shoot per minute. The room would have been flooded on the floor with shells. He would have had way. M- there were so many things about it that just people heard more shooters. Like it was. Yeah, I I, so I want to say I heard something about there was a lot of cell phone video. Oh my goodness! From from more than enough. From in the crowd where it yeah. did say there was bullets coming from elsewhere, but and then somehow a lot of that stuff disappeared. A lot of that oh, footage yeah, disappeared. Disappears. And then you had people who had photos on their videos, and those people were literally killed in car accidents within months after. Like people who were talking about it coming out were getting, you know, arkansided. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was going down. So I mean, these are things that are happening in our country. Literally less than a year ago. Are we coming up on the one year right now on it? October first. I like I, l- they're doing a good job on me because there is See, there's right? all these all of these. Can't ones remember. We can't remember. It's, we're like literally here we are I sitting just, here talking about, it and we're like I can't remember. Yeah, it was it was it, mo- it was terrible. Not that if long that was ago. the only one tragedy that did happen. We would all know exactly. No, what you're right because Columbine everybody remembered for a very long time, and then now it was a single event and soloed out. Yeah, in a period of time where not a lot of other crazy crap was going on. Right, but and now it's all over the place. I mean. And some you still remember you remember the names you remember the name Sandy Hook you remember yeah. Orlando Las Vegas 
But you don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember when they. I, yeah. Yeah. What, I don't. What pay anniversary is it? Yeah. When does that come up? Yeah. No one's like has that marked on their calendar. But it scarred you. It made you make a decision in that moment of time. Okay, what am I going to be? Yeah. Am I going to go with what's getting thrown at me and you know drink it, or am I going to take time and investigate and maybe come up to my own conclusion? The best way to think is to be a free thinker. Yeah. And uh, to have the freedom to be a free thinker is really to break out of the mold that everyone's trying to put you in. So mainstream you, people. Yeah, if you want to be a free thinker, then that means everything you question always. Doesn't matter if it comes off a of TV tube. Doesn't matter if it comes from CNN, MSNBC, and sometimes your local churches. You have to always say, "Okay, I'm going to look into that myself." Yeah. You know, I'm going to important things. I'm uh, going to yeah. take the important steps to check this out. Yeah, I've always thought if there's something important in your life that you hold <laughs> high regard and you just accept as fact or whatever, I've I've always questioned why people don't look into things a little bit more. Like if if something is so important, instead of just accepting it, do the research it's yourself. The sheep herd mentality, yeah. It is. It seems like it's, it starts it, from it, a young age. It starts from that, you know, you get into school. Yeah. Mom and dad both have to work because it just costs too much to live nowadays. They both have to have jobs. Yeah. So the government and the state gets to raise your child. You know, from a young age, you just have to, you know, get along. Make sure you uh, you're a good citizen, which is it's a good thing to be a great uh, contribution to uh, your local community. Right. Um, that's not a bad thing. Uh, we're not advocating for anarchy here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but from a young age, it's very it's very easy to just want to you know be approved and to do what is asked of you by others so that you get uh, so that you get uh, you know people saying yeah you're doing great you're doing a good job right. you know you want to feel good about what you're doing and have people look uh, at you and say you know I'm proud of that you know individual I'm proud of what they're doing their decisions in life and that comes from us mocking. Um, tradition that's been passed down and that most tradition comes with shocking moments in history that have scarred that generation <laughs> so you know they passed down the legend of you know yeah you know world war ii and pearl harbor and how it happened to them and how it was you know told to them and then our generation passes down 9-11 and how it was perpetrated to us and how we were told it happened and and you just get these generations with traditions that come down from events that really, when we have time to look into it, it's like, what was the real reason? What was really going on? And was society steered just like a car is at mm-hmm. those times in, in in life? And if they were steered, then who's been planning for hundreds of years for those events? Because who's been steering they're it? They're precise. Who's behind the wheel? It's not, a, it's not a crazy turn where half kids fly out of the car. It's a very gentle. Very gradual. Society is always gradually taking the corner. Yeah. So everyone stays buckled in and no one feels the G forces, you know? That's a long con. It's I mean, a long con, but you I mean, that's think. beyond long con. I mean, you that gotta is. You got to think. There are people out there that f- they plan long, dude. They plan long term. But that's like <laughs> generational. <laughs> after, gen- it is. Like, it's, it's handed down. Yeah. It's yeah. handed down generationally. But yeah. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, the studio is coming along, man. It's looking nice in here. Yeah, I need. Uh, I'd like to put some uh, artwork behind you, on that just wall. Just a little. Uh, just I don't know. I got these. Uh, something there. These ones behind me. I just uh, I, I had these pictures behind me, and they were just posters. And uh, I took them to have them framed. Oh, about a week and a half ago. And um, now I need to just do something on that wall. 
but yeah i appreciate it man i'm glad to, i'm glad you think it looks good yeah, you um, it's a good vibe good man i'm glad that's what i want man i want people to be comfortable in here because like you want you you want to talk and be comfortable at the same time you don't want to feel like you're i don't know like you want i wanted to create enclosed a good in, yeah like and kind of like barrel tunneled this is all i can see yeah <laughs> or like sitting next to each other on a couch where you're cranking your neck the whole time oh yeah just, the couch interview yeah <laughs> it's like this i wanted to do it legit I need more pillows my back's starting to hurt right like i, I wanted to do it legit man i wanted to be comfortable i want people to enjoy themselves and have just feel comfort so that's i'm yeah. glad i'm glad i appreciate that you are getting the vibe oh yeah dude and you have a doctor you said planning to come up talking about oh uh the cbd yeah, I, yeah how I don't, interesting. I don't know if he's a doctor, and I don't. I'm not going to say he is coming on, yeah. because I have. I've had, I've had some guests lined up, mm-hmm. and they fall through. It's it's oh, it's, yeah, it's it the, the hardest thing about this podcast, or the mo- not the hard, but one of the more frustrating things is, is you have to be reliable on other people, and I've had like a couple people real recently were like, oh yeah, well, my day off is on uh on. Monday and Tuesday, I'll be there. Like, all right. And like, I'm like, what do you want to drink? And I'll get the drink ready for them. And like straight up hospitality. Right. To the max. I try. And, and then all of a sudden that day, I'm like, all right, so you're on, we're, we're on. Like, you're like, you're going to be here. Like, oh, I, something came up. I have to do this or that. I'm like, all right. And then I've had another person where I asked him weeks in advance and he, he came over and gave me a time. And I put it on my calendar right in front of him. I ask him just a few days beforehand. I'm like, hey, we're still on, right? He goes, oh, something might have come up. Let me check. And then two days later, yeah, I can't do it. It's like, it sucks. Like, you get that. But so, but so, yes, there is this guy in the uh, Kansas City area. He goes, this is what's so great. What, what drew me to him was the name alone, American Shaman. It's just where is this again? You were talking about it earlier. I okay, so I I took my kids to a uh, a fair in Lee's Summit, just a uh, you know Ferris wheel and popcorn and all that you know just a fair, and they have all these booths of all these people selling you aluminum siding, windows. Uh, there's little games, buy our cell phone planned. All you know, come live in these apartments. Well, this one I saw American Shaman, and I'm like. Not many people use the word shaman in the United States. That's a that's a Native Indian term. Yeah, I yeah, mean, right? yeah. It, or well, is it, it Indian? Um, well, I know like uh, Mexico Eastern and Indian. like uh, South America. That's a term they use for like American, like Latin? their medicine medicine shaman? people is a shaman? shaman. Is it Latin then, or is it South American uh, indigenous? Yeah, indigenous. Where is the yeah, the there name shaman come from. It's indigenous. Some kind, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's not so. It's not white man <laughs> from European oh, yeah, calling yeah. themselves. You know, so that struck me. American shaman. I was like, the name itself just grabbed my attention. I had my. I have a five year old and a two year old, and I was all alone with them at this fair. And that was towards the end. It was hot, and I couldn't stop and talk to them. I just yeah. walked by and saw that it was a CBD guy who's selling cbd products you know cannabinoid oil yeah and and lotion and stuff i was like oh that'd be interesting so i sent him a message on like facebook asking him if he wanted to do the podcast and 
Uh, he said he's him or one of his guys from the store. He has a store. He's got, I think, four stores, three or four stores oh, nice. in the Metropolitan, and one's right up here in Liberty. And uh, he said he wants to set that guy up here to come in here. And, uh, yeah, I'm just fascinated with the CBD. Like, I know a little bit, but I'd love to know more. I know people want to know more. And it's just it's just a fascinating product from what I've gathered. And I just want to know more. And so I'm hoping he comes in. And, uh, yeah, we, we have a good one with that. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, CBD, cannabis in general right now, is uh, is flooding, flooding America and flooding the world. People are waking up. Yeah, people are re- realizing the health benefits of of a plant. Yeah, and uh, and the non psychoactive. Like this isn't like this isn't oh, this absolutely. time. It's not an, this is an excuse to get stoned. Yeah, You're see, not going to get stoned. Let me break something down just for a second <laughs> here, folks. Um, okay, sobriety is uh, is a very uh, touchy subject. <clears throat> uh, y- there are people, and yeah, of course, uh, they've done some studies that uh, when you when you take probably ten or fifteen rips from a bong, Ooh. you're gonna you know you're gonna be affected. <laughs> All right, ten or fifteen rips <laughs> from a bong. Yeah, let's say you, you you're go gonna there be beyond affected. You're gonna and you you just go to the point where okay, I'm getting <laughs> ripped, right? You're, yeah, you, you just go there. Yeah, you are not gonna be operating a vehicle as well as you probably would. If you have sober. ten or fifteen rips from a now, bong, it's been a long time <laughs> since I've done anything like that. But yes. I remember, if I would have done anything like that, the last thing I'm doing is thinking about getting in the car. That's what I was getting at <laughs> next. Is this point that you know what people are thinking? Well, you know, if you smoke weed, you're gonna endanger your life and other people because you're not sober. Okay. You know, I've never so actually heard. Down. I've never heard that told to me I've, except I've, for I've on heard, a commercial. I've heard people say that you're not you're you're inebriated when you're high. I've I've heard people say sure. that you're not sober when you're high. Oh no, you need to I've keep heard a sober that, mind. Yeah. You need to keep a sober mind, right? So, but let's just think for a second here uh, about this. So, uh, caffeine alters your brain in a very extreme way, especially coffee. Yeah, it's a speed. Yeah, it it, it accelerates it's the adrenal drug. glands. Yeah, coffee's one hundred percent. So, so if you want to go with the standard of okay, anything other than sober mind is now inherently affected by whatever is in it. Okay, then you can be high in coffee. Okay. So it's yeah. the same thing. Marijuana is not something in low doses that can actually inhibit sobriety because in the states where it's legal, the you know, it's not like, hey, you can't drive your car now. We've got to take your license away from you, you know? Yeah. Um, you get pulled over with a little bit of alcohol in your system, and, hey, that, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you, you're getting to the point. It doesn't even take much. A little take alcohol much. doesn't yeah. take much. Th- and two you're beers? Screwed. Hey, I'm feeling two beers already. Yeah, I know. Right. So alcohol, yeah, it's, it's a totally different story. So I don't like the whole uh, idea about marijuana being a, even a drug. It's it's not. No, I'll, I, I don't mind calling it a drug, but if you, you have to be fair calling everything else. that like You have to call coffee a drug. That's exactly it. You yeah. have to call cigarettes a exactly. drug. You if, have to call alcohol you, if, a drug. Yeah, you, you can't. Yeah. You can't pick out one thing. Yeah, uh, your body doesn't know that it's illegal. Oh, it yeah. knows that it's a drug, though. You can, go to, you can go to the pharmacy and you can get a cough syrup off the rack and you can get flying high on that. Can you still and do that now? Now that they took the uh, the codeine know. out. Well, it's DXM. You, DXM is what now you, people are able to trip off on that. So, huh. but the fact is, like, you can you can go to someone with a white lab coat on, and uh, people are like, "Oh, you know, that's great. That's fine. You know, oh, oxycodines. You know, oh, you know, my my brother here, he uh, 
he's a he's a good brethren, you know, of the church because uh, you know he he uh, has a he has a you know bad back and he just has nonstop prescriptions for oxycodone. Oh, yeah. But my son, who's 18 years old in high school, who's dabbling and smoking a little dope occasionally with his friends, such a bad kid, such a bad kid. Yeah, that's you know what that's society the brainwashing is that's, brainwashed. That in, yeah, yeah, to where man's medicine is all holy and almighty, and it right. doesn't matter what the problem is. It came from someone with a white coat. Where down the street, there's Johnny on the corner who's selling medicine, a, yeah. a plant from the earth that has healing powers. And your son's token up once or twice a yeah. week with his friends, having a laugh, eating some burgers <laughs> and watching a comedy film. You know what? That's better than them out drinking and driving and doing really stupid stuff. And I don't like the whole. I, you know, I was raised in an environment where a lot of things were looked at as uh, just terrible and just evil. And you know what? It's like the world has been spinning for a long time, <sighs> way before people decided to say this is bad. How long do you think About the world's been spinning? Ago. First of all, the world and spinning uh, are two words that I don't. <laughs> I got to piss so <laughs> I bad. I don't understand very well. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Fini finish your thought on something. Uh, can, you hold, can you hold court for a minute while I hey, take a leak? Yeah, that's fine, folks. Uh, our host is going to be back in a second uh, until he's back. I'm just going to keep you entertained. Uh, and uh, a great way to do that is, uh, first of all, let's talk for a second about Alex Jones. Can we do that? Yeah, we're going to do that. So, Alex Jones, is he Bill Hicks or not? That's what people are wondering. Is Alex Jones Bill Hicks or not? It, it's been something, obviously, people have thought about for a long time. And they're like, hey, there's some evidence there. We see the correlation. People pulling up dental records, I guess, and being like, look, they have the same teeth. I don't know about all that. But... Bill Hicks and Alex Jones, are their voices even similar? I would say no, but I would also say that Bill Hicks was funnier. And if Alex Jones is Bill Hicks, you should start doing stand-up again because I'm telling you, his show needs it. Oh, and he's back. Thank you so much, man. I apologize. Uh, I'm going to actually go. Now you got to go. I'm going to go do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you crack a couple beers at the same time. <laughs> the torch is being passed. All right. Fantastic. I'm going to uh, talk all I about you. I'm busy with a story. I, that, fantastic. Um, so a little background on Robin here. I don't even know that we introduced him. His name's Robin. He, uh, so in, uh. Como Barrio, mm, Como Barrio. When Como Barrio and I started this podcast, uh, before we started anything building, uh, we started building it, getting it to go, and neither one, I, I know 10 times the amount that Casey Como Barrio knows when it comes to technology and computers and all of that stuff. I know 10 times what he knows. I know nothing, absolutely nothing. And uh, so we put out, he put out an ad on Craigslist to find kind of a radio, uh, not a radio, but like just a, a sound engineer or a producer for a podcast. 
we had a couple people reply this was one of them um he hit us up on craigslist and he came over the first time to check out the studio and uh that's how we were introduced and um and then him and i have stayed in contact ever since and here we are getting back to um this is the first time we've met first face to face since that first time we met and uh, we've had a lot of interaction no, no, no. We went one at a time after the first time we met. We met up at a bar and had a couple of drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buffalo Wings. Yes. In Lee Summit. Yep. Uh, we, our location is already explained, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, yeah, this is our, our third time face-to-face hanging out. But we, we, we constantly stay in contact through text messages and stuff. And um, Yeah, I was like, hey, Ryan, uh, I'm a flat earther. He was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Flat Earth. Yes, I didn't. Br- I didn't mention that. No, it's all good. I thought that we we could start putting the globe and spinning uh, topic back together. Okay. Again. Yeah. So, so yeah. my first question was, oh, say, so regardless of the spinning thing, how old do you think the world is? Uh, that that is dependent on uh, the oldest writings we have. Well, Can you go at that side more? Like, sorry, oldest writings oh, we have, yeah. which uh, you know, the writings of Moses and Genesis, um, some of the oldest we have on creation. And uh, it takes someone, um, <coughs> I would say, with a very well understanding of Paleo-Hebrew, the original writing of Hebrew, uh, the Hebrew writing that people are familiar with now that you see on uh, Israeli flags or um, you know, the, the modern uh, scriptic Hebrew now is uh, a more modern, uh, modernized uh, Hebrew. The original Hebrew is a Paleo-Hebrew. Okay. And it looks a lot different. It's like a lot of dashes with flags and a lot of uh, indicated uh, writing. Okay. It's slanted a little bit more. Um, so someone with a lot of knowledge on that, uh, you go listen to them and listen to how they explain Genesis. <coughs> uh, there's going to be a time period in there where uh, everything uh, became void and empty. It became void and empty. Became. It didn't start out void and empty. So yeah, there's a lot of people who who uh, there's a lot of people who uh, are able to tie in a lot of archaeology that's found around the world and uh, the timeline of uh, of what would actually be added on to a very typical six thousand or ten thousand year old generation Earth that is thought by most creationists. So. Some people believe that there's a vast amount of time allotted in the beginning that's not ever taken account for. <coughs> Does that make sense? Uh, so so I have no idea. <laughs> that's basically what I'm saying. Okay. I have no idea. Uh, the t- the typical thing that creationists do that give you the allotment of time t- of like a six or 10,000-year-old Earth that's done with the lineage of starting with Adam is counted onwards. Uh, that's the typical one that most uh, – I think Cre- a lot I creationists think, hold. I think they but think like t- between ten to twelve thousand yeah, is kind of yeah. like the popular. But what I'm saying is, there, there are people who have that have read the original Paleo Hebrew and looked at it and understood that there is maybe a context in the beginning that says instead of saying "and the world was," even still saying that it was empty and void, um, uh, they somehow I believe pull out that it. The context says it became. It became, which means if it became, it was something before. Yeah. So then, it or there was absolutely nothing, and then it was created. And when it was created, it w- it became. I don't know. 
or 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 there was time period like this before and it's almost like a a repeat pattern okay yeah and then everything got destroyed and went destroyed by what i have when okay i have no see i don't know these this i'm just giving you what people have speculated on uh sure I, I but so I don't your belief so your belief 12 or if there was a period of time where there was something else that happened. we'll never know I mean that's something because they have some archaeology finds they found in the South Pacific mm-hmm. the pyramids and the structures under the ocean and there's other things that have been dated dated pretty far back pyramids are something that like we still are like how was that built right so, yeah that is so, one of the mysteries and they tell us it was with a bunch of people in ro- po- ropes and pulleys and stuff like that and I it's don't like know. I, these, some people some say of these that blocks of stones are literally yeah literally thousands of hundreds of tons so uh so it so if there was something previous and then it had to get destroyed and start over again um who knows also the creation of adam uh is very interesting because in Genesis it talks about God saying, let us, he's talking about, he's saying us, let us make man in our image. And then he made man and woman. Right. And then it just says, and he told them, and he gave him a command, you know, replenish the earth and be fruitful, be fruitful and replenish the earth. And, yeah. that, and that ends. And that well, ends when he said, let us, he was meaning the Trinity. That's what most people believe is in the Trinity. Right. Which is also something that wasn't really thought of or understood until later in, uh, Later in the in the progression of the church, yeah. I would say, um, but uh, what's interesting is um, uh, back to Adam and Eve. Uh, so man and woman, and then when it talks about Adam being created, it talks about God then creating Adam and then creating a garden to put Adam in. He actually placed Adam in the garden. So well, he created the garden first, and then yeah. put. Well, no, and if you read. Uh, the second part of Genesis, it actually talks. But about there's two different. The chronio- well, yeah, there's the chronology. The chronology is almost backwards. Okay. So that's why people also believe that um, there's people who read the original Paleo that believe that uh, man and woman were created, and then because Adam had to name all the animals, right? Mm-hmm. So then he did that, and then God saw he needed a mate. Where on the humans that were made on the sixth day. They were made, and then they were told to go do something. Mm-hmm. And Adam was made, and then a garden was made for him. Then he was placed in the garden. Then he named all the animals. Then he was su- God saw that it wasn't good for him to be alone. So then he made a mate for him. It was pulled from his rib. Right. So you have a very long, different progression and sequence of things rather than a day, something made two times. There's your goal given to you, and go out. So... When you read the original paleo, it, it's there's a different progression to things. There's also we have to remember a lot of books being taken that have been taken out of the original King James, which was made in 1611, and there was I believe I could be wrong, but 88 original books. So when it was originally made, and King James was a true uh, Hebrewite, uh, Hebrew Israelite. Um, he was black. His son was black, William. That's why they have the black boy pubs all over Scotland, Ireland, oh England. Yeah. yeah. So they were original. Judaic Hebrew Israelite black people. Right. So they were the first ones that took over. Britain was named after Brito, who is a black Hebrew Israelite who conquered and killed a giant. So it's actually named after a people, a tribe of Israel. So they were the first to unite and put all the books of the Bible together. That's why you have the King James Bible. Right. There was a council and they. But they were usurped and William was killed and the white bloodline, the Ashkenazis, took over and that's the now who is on the throne now. 
there okay. is the white bloodline that took over. So when the King James Bible was originally put together and uh, was scribed together, um, it had all the original books that all the, all the Judaic people read and kept and were considered All 88 holy. books or whatever? I can't remember 80. Well, I let's might be we're going to say that. Somewhere so around. We'll say that. Yeah, so since that time period, the Catholic Church has slowly taken the time to remove books and non-canonize certain ones. Are they still doing so that? I don't know if they still are, but we've already, we're down to 66 now. So what I'm saying is you have a lot of things in Enoch that parallel. You also have other parts in the Bible where David and Moses, they quote scripture from books that have been taken out they quote from jasher and they quote from enoch so you have two people in the bible in scripture quoting from other books okay taking context out and they're not in the bible but they originally were (laughs) yeah so there's a lot of things taken out and the church has been really taken over and invaded and dumbed down when you say the church you mean the catholic church because i'm talking about christian zionists yeah okay. i'm talking about people who um people who believe in everything that we've been told by the higher powers um and when that or even, by their church that even gets to just World how War they II and why that happened and then why the state of israel was founded by the rothschilds you know it all goes it all goes back to that everything kind of goes back to that once you start going down the rabbit yeah, trail goes back this is all rabbit trail stuff folks we're drinking okay this is our day off right now we're just getting a little crazy on some theories here but theories that have been written about talked about you can read about them they have documented proof. these are very youtube ish <laughs> well <laughs> baby that's where we are <laughs> let's keep it's the so boat amazing going it's so amazing what YouTube can do to the human mind. We were just talking not long ago about the human mind and the power of learning and the knowledge of it. And then you can get yourself on a downward spiral on YouTube. <laughs> right. Let me, let me tell <laughs> I got, I'm so excited. I, uh, I almost had like, I'm not going to say dream guest. I almost had the dopest guest ever last night. Mm. So I randomly came on this video on YouTube last night. Um, I guess it's this guy from, he's from Detroit. And I, I just saw this one video and I barely, this is very minimal information I'm working on. But from what I gather is he goes in the hood of like Atlanta, South Central. Um, this was Chicago. And, and he just, he says it was a documentary. I'm going to tell you something. This video I watched, it was about, it was 17 minutes long. And he is using the word documentary very liberally. Oh, yeah. Very liberally. (laughs) But that doesn't matter. So it's this dude, he's basically just has a camera and he's in on the stoop in front of this cracked out house in the hood of Chicago. And he's just talking to these dudes like, and they're keeping it real. They're they're smoking blunts. They're all packing heat. One dude pulls out like a M16 type looking gun from underneath the stairwell. And they're flashing cash. They're just being young gangsters. Like just that's what they do. They just they set up shop. Yeah, it's they're all, watching. And, and, that's all they know. Right. Yeah. And then. And so it was like these two main dudes were doing a lot of the talking. You know, every everyone wants to be on camera no matter how. You know what I mean? <laughs> Casey one and Casey two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and these two dudes, they were like young, young, skinny dudes yeah. with dreadlocks. And 
they kind of like they start they start getting a little flavor to them. You're like, oh shit, I can see like these guys they got something to them. And one of them just kind of was rapping a little bit. And at the end, they're like, yo, yo, what's up? Check me out on YouTube, MVP, Young Charlie, whatever. You got to put that. And I guess he made some kind of deal with the guy with the camera that was like, you have to put <laughs> my shit on there or we're not going to do this for you. And so he he Bribes. tagged, yeah, he tagged uh, the two skinny dreadlock dudes that were kind of rappers. And uh, and I and I went and I, and I was like, I'm going to see if he really did tag him in the comments and I'm going to check this dude out. I like I just liked this kid. Yeah, he was just flashing money, uh, flashing guns. And he started spitting a little bit. And I was like, I like hey. that dude's voice. I was like, I, this dude, this dude's real. Where were you? Where was this? This was on YouTube. I was downstairs last oh, night. Dang. This was just last night. I'm watching this. You're making this. it sound like you went somewhere, man. I'm like, oh, this story. <laughs> I feel like I'm there, dude. Good. I'm doing a good job <laughs> yeah. at it. And so um, I'm like, I like this dude's voice. I got to check him out. I'm a ple- <laughs> I, he said his name so fast, I couldn't understand what it was. Rick, fuck, 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 dang. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, gee, You're come like, on, what'd man. What'd you say? Yeah, yeah. He's like, you got to remember, bro, like a lot of just Midwest white uh, dudes are going to be watching this shit. We don't know. You know, and so I went to the comments, and good, he did tag him, and uh, and and I checked his 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 YouTube page out. Dude, his YouTube, he's got two videos on his YouTube page. It's the documentary because he was in it, and then he has a rap song on there, and he's got like two hundred, little over two hundred followers on YouTube. Wait, so he makes music? Or Hold he, on, he sings on. He made a rap tracks. He yeah, there was a track, uh, some remix, um. Uh, it doesn't matter. It Is was it the typical guy that like no, no. gets virtual DJ on his computer. No, no, this was like play. he took an old school like uh, a a rap that's already done, and okay, he took so that he beat. Over a, he rapped over a track. beat. Nice. Uh, nice. and it sounded good. I was like, oh, I was like, kids actually does have some flow. Like nice. this dude's cool. Yeah. Um, and then so I followed him on that, and I was like, oh, I want to send him a message, but YouTube's not really the place, and and so I checked him out on Instagram. Dude. Fire. Dude, this dude's Instagram is the shit. <laughs> I mean, it's him smoking blunts. He takes videos of him just getting highs, just smoking mad blunts, and he'll do like a little rap, or he'll just talk some shit. He's got tons of pictures of Jordans, or just him yeah, chilling, dude. him flashing tons of cash. And I and I took a I took a picture of his YouTube page. And I put it on my Instagram, said, I got to get this dude on my podcast. Yeah, dude. And I sent him a DM. I was like, bro. Dude, yeah. I was like, I want to do a podcast with you. He said, all right. let's." And, and it took some convincing. You could tell he, he was nervous. Was like, who's this random dude wanting to do a podcast? And in order for me to do the podcast, uh, the technology side, at least the way I know it, I, I go to YouTube and then I hit a couple buttons and then I go to, it's called Google Hangouts, which mm-hmm. is like Skype. And I was going to call him on it. And I i mean, the kid downloaded Google Hangout just for me, just to do this. Dang. And so you've I, already talked to him. We Yeah, we chatted a bunch on DMs. Oh, I got a nice. whole long conversation. I was like, nice, dude, I'm going to get dude. this guy my podcast. It's going to be huge. Dude. We were going to do it last night. And he was like, well, I keep calling you. I keep calling you. I was like, no, dude, I have to call you. Like, that's <laughs> the way I have to just yeah. so it records in technology wise, techni- technical wise. I have to be the one that makes the phone call so it records for whatever the reason is. Yeah. And he's like, well, man, it's ta- it was like, oh, this shit's taking too long. Uh, get at me later. 
So we tried so to do it. Cause he called me, and but it wouldn't work. I had to call him. So oh man. So that's a bummer, bro. Yeah. You were but, like, yo, dude, just hold up, chill, hang out a second. Yeah. I mean, I I would have. I just I I'm I want to talk to this dude so bad, and I think I think he could blow up. He's got a little bit of skill. Um, if that video of him, the documentary, whatever, goes big, I don't know. He's got a chance, and I want I want the dude to succeed. Yeah. Like when you watch that video, uh, you know, the dude asks him like, "Do you want to be doing this?" He's like, "You can tell he doesn't want to be a banger." You know what I mean? Like you can. T- he just yeah, wants he, cash and he loves house. the life. And like, if you're in that <laughs> life, yo, make the most of it. But he's like, yo, that's why I'm rapping. I want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I felt it, man. Heard. I'm gonna be a rapper now. Well, I mean, if you look at him, I mean, he's so I can have big blunts. Yeah. <laughs> but just, I mean, just because I mean, he's in the Chicago, dude. Chicago is so rough. Like you, I don't wish that on anyone to be stuck that's in that position. Lives? Yeah, he's in the hood in deep oh. Chicago. Like this is, like he's a real banger. This ain't like, like a rapper that's already made it that says he's from the hood. You know, this isn't the game. This isn't right. Fifty Cent. This isn't Ja Rule. This is a dude really in the hood living this like that. Th- he's living ja the life. Ja Rule. What a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. You know what I mean? Like these dudes that uh, talk a mad game. But let's see what Ja Rule has to think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah. So my point is is like this. He's a real dude. He's really out there, and I want to see him blow up. And I was like, dude, who knows? Maybe you come on my show. Maybe somebody sees you. I mean, my show's not that big, but it only takes the right person to see you. You have this. The more you get your name out there all over the place, someone will see you and get you out of that, man. Like, I, I told him, I, I'm pulling for you, man. I'm rooting for you. Like, I see that. It just broke my heart, man, to see. You can tell he's smart and is gifted, and he just he he does want out. But you know he'd never say that because his boys would be like, well, we ain't good enough for you. Well, you ain't keeping it hood. You ain't, you ain't real enough. <laughs> right? But you can tell it's like if if he could make it rap and he'd get the heck out of there, get himself a nice house somewhere outside. So I said house and money. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how everyone wants a house. Everyone wants this thing, this box, this piece of land. Yeah. But guess what? You got to pay Uncle Sam for for the rest of your life. Yeah. Property taxes, baby. Yeah. The day you die. Well, that's the price of living in America, a right? peasant on the king's land. That's how they look at it, I guess. But I mean, you can Merit move, you can move somewhere law. else. I mean, we don't. <laughs> uh, uh, America's got some beautiful country, but there's beautiful country all oh, over yeah, the world. Dude. Live somewhere else if you don't want to pay Uncle Sam. Ecuador. Yeah, I don't know much about Ecuador. Don't tell too many people. Yeah, that's the spot. But okay, so Robin here is from uh, not from, but he lives in Hawaii. Or uh, live, lived, lived in, Hawaii in Hawaii and wants to live back there. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, me and my family are planning to go back, yeah. My wife is from there. I met her there. Had two boys. Just had her second. Yep. And she's, she's Hawaiian? Uh, she's Ecuadorian, um, French, okay. Scottish. A little, a little bit of a mix of uh, some oh, cool. Yeah. Irish. Irish. That's what it is. And is she like a brown skin lady or is she white? Yeah, she tans up real brown. Yeah. And so do my boys. My boys are 
really dark. Nice. Asher gets really dark real fast. Yeah. So yeah, Asher and David, my two boys. Yep. Okay, I didn't know if they were if if you if she was <laughs> like Samoan or Hawaiian or I guess I'm I'm ignorant, man. She's from there. Okay. She's, yeah, she's from there. Um, uh, but yeah, her father is Ecuadorian and her mother is the Caucasian. Okay. Uh, side. Yep. How long did you live in Hawaii? Um. It was. 2013 to 2017. Okay, good and for a intermission in Atlanta. Atlanta, hot Atlanta, baby. They don't really call it oh. hot Atlanta, do they? ATL. I was there in the fall and the winter, so I didn't get the hot. If it was hot, no freak Nick. For. Do no. they still do freak Nick? I have no idea. I really wasn't there long. I was yeah. there for six months. We lived there in a little. Uh, what was it? suburb called Smyrna. Okay. Yeah, and uh it was pretty chill. Um nice house, nice area, nice You went from Hawaii to Atlanta? Yeah, my Wh- friend Why? My friend that I met in Hawaii had moved back uh, with his family to Oregon and then his father got a job in Atlanta. It was a pretty decent job for a chemical company. And he hit me up and was like, "You should come on out, bro." Um he was like, the money's pretty decent. And he had been saying that to me because he had left Hawaii in about 2014. Mm-hmm. I met him when I first came to Hawaii because I came on a working program called Workaway. Have you ever heard of Workaway? No, I have no idea what Workaway is. Workaway is online. Sorry, I'm all out of beer. That's all I got. It's all right, folks. We're going to we're gonna be fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got one shot of American honey whiskey if you want that. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> um Anyways, uh, he uh, moved out there after I met him originally uh, for working for Workaway, and that's a program where you travel abroad and people let you stay as you work for a time allotment during the day as a trade for your room and board. So, Oh, I have heard of that. Casey Comobario has actually talked about that before. Oh, yeah. So anyways, I, yeah, used, okay. I used that, and I went out to Hawaii. And I had been living here in KC previously, and I'm born and raised in upstate New York. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I went out there, and I worked on this lady's farm. She had uh, she had uh, rescued animals, and she had Galapagos turtles, which were oh, cool. the animal that I was went there. Those are those with. big ones, yeah. right? And they live forever? Yeah, and she was having babies by the time I left, oh, which cool. is great because they're expensive, and she was hoping to sell them. Whoa. Um, Sell what? Sell the turtles. To who? They're great pets in Hawaii. People love having. You can sell those things? Yeah. Oh, my. I never. I thought. Or at least she was. I, I don't know if I should say that, but well, she was. You didn't say <laughs> who it was. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't say your name. But uh, I, I was going to say that that sounds highly illegal to me. That sounds very black market. But yeah, I but don't they're know. Great, they're great animals. They have a really long neck, you know. And No, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not bashing the turtle. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying yeah. I thought they were kind of protected to where you can't have them as pets and you can't be you know, monetizing. I have off no them. idea. I See, that's, I don't know. I don't know the whole deal behind it. I'm that. not judging. And yeah. I'm not saying I wouldn't buy one. Yeah, I, I totally, I mean, I'd have one. <laughs> can I keep it in my bathtub? Awesome. I mean, they what do you do? <laughs> yeah, can I have yeah. one in Kansas City? <laughs> Tie a leash on them, take them down on the Dude, Missouri River, let them float around? Dope. I don't know. I've never <laughs> seen them in water. She just had them outside. They're like a land. They're a land animal. I've never seen them in water. And she never took them to the beach. Wait, is it a tortoise or a Probably. turtle? It's like a tortoise. Okay. Is that better? Okay, tortoise is different. Like okay. hoof feet. Oh, yeah. 
Wait it a has minute. A long neck. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see. And it looks like okay. a little dinosaur with a shell. Yeah, I'm thinking of. Uh, I was thinking of. Of yeah, sea long. turtles. I was thinking of uh, sea turtles. Yeah, sea oh, turtles. the tortoises? Fuck them. Yeah, anybody can have one Fuck of them. them. They're not protected <laughs> by anything. I'll eat you one of those things. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know Go, oh, so, tortoises ain't <laughs> shit. I'm thinking <laughs> the sea turtle, the cute little... Discovery like, Channel, you cannot watch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking the little leather... Little el- eggs and they make themselves around on the yeah, sand to jump in the, the, the sea that, like, turtles that like un- Moana uh, yeah. had to save in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the dude yeah. on a uh, uh, so <laughs> Finding Nemo, totally far out, <laughs> bro. Far out. Yeah. yeah, that turtle, no, wrong one. Okay, that's what so I was thinking. It's the Galapagos. Oh. But anyways, oh, I'm dumb, folks. It's a great turtle, and I loved being around the farm. And then from there, I got a job uh, just doing basic barista stuff at a coffee shop. And then after that, some chef work. Met my wife, started producing music out there because that's what I went to school for in L.A. And I finished two albums out there. And then we got together, ended up losing my job because I got in a car accident on my oh. bike. Oh. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. And I moved to Atlanta. And then after that, I came back to Hawaii. Six months later, had our first boy. Um, kept working with my friend at uh, a really nice restaurant where I was given the opportunity to take a sous chef program. Mm-hmm. And it was killer it was awesome so i learned a lot and then after we had our first son we moved back here uh, last year june just all 17. over the place uh yeah but you know what it's nice being back in kc um kc's great i love kc's great i love it clean city good yeah. people wholesome vibes good family vibes it's a family city i've lived in new york it's a good way of putting it I've, I've lived i've lived in other cities that are very secular okay let's just be straight up they are those big cities are secular and you don't get the same vibe you get here it's yeah family friendly city yeah and, it uh, really is and it's nice and it's nice being here with your family and it's cheap compared to Hawaii. It yeah that's cheap. the thing yeah so uh being able to come back and use my skill and now uh you know i'm i'm uh Doing a good job and having a blast here in KC and hoping to build my music studio back up. And yes, I do have a YouTube channel that people can check out. Uh, what is it? It is K3WRIGHT, K3 Right. And you just type that in and you'll find all my videos. TK3Right? K3WRIGHT, K3 Right. Letter K, the yeah, number letter three. K, number three, W R I G H T. Kathy Wright. You can do it in the SoundCloud or YouTube. You'll find my channels. You'll find my stuff. What you so got on there? Just music, t- typical stuff that I produced from my album. Like and over the years, I've messed around with people and just produced some stuff. Some stuff I put up regularly. It's all instrumental. Uh, most of it. If it so people, c- so homeboy, young Charlie that I was talking young about. Young Charlie could, could hit could me could up. I got tunes for him. I got a bunch of stuff if you needed some. But really. Uh, yeah, but that's just my hobby. That's what I like to do. I mean, other than that, I enjoy cooking and I love my family, and that's what life's nice. really about, folks. You got to remember that life's about family. Life's about people around you that make you feel good, right? Because yeah, what's man. life worth living if, if you got to be around a bunch of people who make you miserable? Yeah, bro. Don't waste your time with those kind of people. Find those homies that, man, they make you feel good. They pick you up. Yeah. They encourage you. They enlighten you. Yeah, bro. You know, those people be around those people. You know, you know? that's stay positive. Uh, yeah i've had this will be like another podcast in a row where i've mentioned kind of the same thing but that's why i've i've stayed connected with you i've got i've gotten that feel from you like you're just a good dude talk the first time we were hanging yeah yeah we did the first time and then the second time getting beers with you and i'm glad we've been able to stay in touch and yeah dude yeah sip left cheers yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) i I crushed oh yeah but okay we glossed over 
a very important uh, subject. Oh, yeah, let's retouch. Flat Earth. Okay, Flat Earth, folks. You are a Flat Earther? I am a Flat Earther. You are? Um, yeah, I am. Okay. Uh, and it's weird because a lot of people, I've watched tons of YouTube videos on people over and over again, even Eddie Bravo. I love Eddie um, Bravo. Eddie Bravo. One of my favorite human I beings. I think even Eric Boudet kind of hit says gets into the same t uh, topic rob skiba is fantastic but rob skiba he says i am a i am a biblical uh creationist which is basically saying flat earther because every verse in the bible that supports anything about creation hints at a flat earth there's not one how so verse verse after verse after verse there's plenty i mean give me an example give me one example of the bible saying pr saying that the earth or uh, alluding that the earth is flat um, so let's start with, um, World War II and the Nazis and the program Operation Paperclip that brought the Nazis over to America. For and the NASA plan? Yeah. And yeah. one of the, one of the head Nazis that was the head of NASA program, right. the director, his, his name was Warner Von Braun. Right. Now when he was escalating in his career with, uh, NASA around the years between his late thirties and forties, people said he had a change in his life. And he had you know, they say now he would be, if he was still alive, they would charge him for war for oh crimes yeah. against humanity. Oh, oh yeah. The head of NASA oh they would yeah, charge yeah. him against. Yeah, yeah. He was a terrible crimes Nazi. Against humanity. And you yeah. have to remember that folks, NASA was started and propagated by a Nazi. Okay. Nazis. They went Nazis, over they hired, several. Them and Russia so, hired, yeah. did, did get yeah. a bunch of Nazis. So, so yeah. these are just two things I just want to hit on since we're here real quick. So yeah, remember that not, uh, NASA was started by Nazis. Okay. And, you cannot have a ball earth heliocentral model without believing in the Big Bang. They come hand in hand. The ball spinning, the spherical spinning, the revolutions of the universe all come from the idea of the spherical uh, revolution of the Big Bang. When it happened, everything came out from the center spinning in certain directions. That's hmm. how they explain it. That's how you can explain the heliocentric model and the balls and the revolutions and the orbits of the planets. Is everything coming from a certain source of orbit. That's why creationists are wrong when they say we believe in creation, but we believe that the earth is a ball because you, that's like saying I believe that uh, God created us, but I believe that Darwin is right with evolution. That's that's like oil and water. You know what I'm saying? Well, because I, I, yeah, so this is what we're getting back to. So why the Bible says that the earth is flat. OK, there's several verses, but what we're getting to is one that is very uh, in particular and important and it is in the fact that. Back to what we were saying about Warner von Braun, the head of NASA, who's a Nazi, when he was in his late 40s, his early 40s, he became converted and he started to get heavily into Christianity and started reading the Bible heavily, they said. And he started to question a lot of things in life. And when he died, he made it a point to have on his tombstone. And you probably know this. Do you know it? No. Uh, on his tombstone, me. he made sure that Psalms 19.1 was on his tombstone, which says... The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Out of every verse and anything that a person who was a Nazi could put on his tombstone, <laughs> the dude put a Bible verse that talks about a heavenly solid object, which is the firmament, which is explained in several books, Isaiah, Genesis, um, other books as being a solid firmament, as a looking glass, it says, as solid molten glass. So it's a solid object, okay? Okay. And then you also just look at the fact about how everything is controlled and programmed in our society. And there's lots of things that you just got to go ahead and say you're right. 9-11 was super programmed, super obvious, 
anyone with an inkling of a brain can figure out something sketchy happened 9-11. And same with JFK. So to all of a sudden think, well, the, the, the government just stopped with propagating NASA in the, in the ball earth. And they actually gave us a truth on one thing. On one thing out of everything else that they F us on and they screw us on and they control, they just wanted us to get the truth on the world and the globe. That for sure they wanted to do while the right. UN while the UN has a round flat earth is it as its logo with two olive branches. So it's like being in front of you with you know what out and slapping you in the face with it and saying, Oh, don't worry, that's just a wet noodle. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening. It's like folks, wake the F up. Look, there's no curvature. It's never been it's never been done. In fact, there's proofs happening day and day and day over and over again, proving there's no curvature. Laser shot over lakes long distance. People seeing Chicago at a skyline over fifty miles shouldn't be happening with a curvature of eight inches per mile squared. So depends on where you're taking that picture from. Everyone says it has to do with the horizon and and all this about so, weather. Well, but let me tell you what. You can't, with the weather, make you something that should be thousands of feet below bend up and bend back down like this. So uh, when people can see it, so if you're at different if, days, if you're at different humidities, it's still there. So shouldn't you be able to, if, if the if the Earth is so? Uh, my let me say, I'm an idiot. I don't know. I'm shit. not a genius either. I I'm don't just know. Saying, Science just is not my background. Patterns. I, I'm saying patterns. No, okay. When you read patterns, no, no. I, I'm, you yeah, read I'm just what gonna, they've lied to us about. It's really weird to pick one thing. Sure. That has a lot of holes in it when you actually take time yeah. to look at it. Like it really has a lot of holes. Well, I, so I just have like these questions that jump out at me when I hear flat Earth. Yeah. Are are, are some like so? Um. You've seen uh, well, so like you were saying about when you you flash a laser across the lake or whatever. So s let's just say you were on top of um, the Sears Tower in Chicago, the tallest building in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So you get to the top of that, and and then you look out. Shouldn't you be able to see Mount Everest if the if the Earth is flat? At some point, well, with, with a telescope. Perspective. This is where perspective has to. You have to take perspective into account because you could have a hallway for 16 miles on a flat open plain because the salt lakes out in Utah are flatter than flat. There's lots of areas right. in the world that are actually flat for hundreds of miles on a supposable ball. Lots of Kay. places that are flat for miles. Hundreds. Yeah. Well, the, the so right. anyways, that makes so, sense. So, yeah. But still like flat is in like no curvature. So that would be like having well, a the ball curvature is just so much bigger because the world it. is giant. Like it, and it then like gravity. If, but if you put, say, you get like, who would be a big ball? What's a giant ball? I mean, bigger than a basketball? I, no, no, I totally get the whole. You're right. The whole idea that it's so small, it's less than probably a divot on an orange. You know, from like right. Like if you put an ant on like I a know. giant medicine ball, it's gonna be like, oh, this shit looks flat as fuck. I know, I know. I, I, I get that. I get that, that what I'm talking about is an area that's flat, that's very minuscule compared to right. a giant ball. I understand that. But still, it's a flat surface that we can use to measure things. And so are bodies of water that are 50 miles plus. But water, according to gravity, should keep the curve. It should keep the curve because it has to stay to the center of gravity. But the curve would be center. more than 50 miles. Exactly. So when I was in Hawaii and I took my telescope to the beach, I was seeing boats almost 40 miles out that were only like 18 feet tall to the top sail mass. So 
those things should be so below that curvature. But then people always say, well, it's the humidity and it's the atmosphere bending an image up around and making it appear as if it's there. Or but it then reflecting. you can always say, well, then fine. I want you to go stand 40 miles away and stand around the edge of that lighthouse and I'll let you know when I can see you from behind the lighthouse at 40 miles away. Because you won't bend out a pier around a lighthouse. That's oh, that If you stand even an inch behind that lighthouse, I can't see you. But that boat is supposedly another 200 feet. So you should keep seeing it then, right? Like why? So why? But that doesn't answer why you can't see what Mount Everest. Like if you're from a flat oh, spot. So that a, goes to perspective now. So now, so now you, that you understand that it's flat, but now you have perspective playing, right? So now we're going to talk about a long hallway. Sorry, back to the long hallway. If you have a long hallway, like at the Salt Lake Flats. It's 60 miles long. If you stand at one end and I'm at the other, you couldn't see me. You Why couldn't. not? Now, if you got well, how many miles? 60 miles. 60? With your eyes. Six I'm talking zero? with your eyes. I'm talking with your eyes. I don't. Right? But yeah. But so now if you got a telescope and you zoomed in, you could start to see me. Right. Right. So there's no curvature in a flat area. So and then if you were to take me and take that same long hallway and you were to put me on a surface that bent at eight inches per square feet with the same long hallway. And then you take that hallway and you fill it with an atmosphere that's equivalent to the atmosphere they say is on an open ocean, okay? You're saying that at 60 feet with uh, 60 miles with a hallway that has the same atmosphere as the ocean. It drops at 60 miles? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying at 60 miles, the drop, if I did the uh, calculation right now, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, but I'm sure it'd be thousands of feet of a bow that mm -hmm. you'd have to see. You're telling me that I would look and see you at 60 uh, miles away with an atmosphere equivalent to an atmosphere over an ocean on a hallway curved probably thousands of feet, and you're just going to be standing there like you would be on a hallway that's straight with the same atmosphere, and I can zoom in and see you? That's why. I think on a flat surface, that's why you're going to see you, – you should I, – I don't see anything that's going to stop you from seeing the tallest object in 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 the world mount everest yeah so what i'm saying you is, should always be able to see so that on I'm a flat earth at any any point of the earth no because then you have to remember that when you take into perspective like in the hallway but there's no perspective with a mountain diminishes. you're looking up if you're looking even slightly up but it's going to be so far away everything diminishes with perspective but you're going to be able to see it so even if you pull in like, a telescope your atmosphere is going to be so thick there's going to be a limit to everything you're not going to be able to see forever and not in the atmosphere that's enclosed that has humidity working against you, weather, shadows, lighting. So you believe. So, okay. so you're just not going to be able to see that far. That's just reality. OK. So especially when you're on something because of the technology, not, not just there flat. No, not, no. But you're also on something that's flat, but not just flat, but then also has s different altitudes to it. So you're right. Mount Everest might be the tallest. But if between your point and where my Everest is on the, whatever this flat plane is, if you have other mountain ranges and then other storms and humidities plus the sun is only directly above you at this time and not above mount everest right i mean you're working with so many different layers even on a flat if i was to take this table and turn it into an all-terrain little set and this is a flat plane you would consider this flat plane and you were at one end over here and i put only one light over top of you at this end and the whole room was black and another little glowing light over on this end and i told you to spot out and i filled it with humidity and i filled it with water and i gave you the most minuscule little uh, telescope because that's what it would have to be compared to the size of this table okay. so and so, i told you to see something so far away so that's what i'm saying is like but the, techno the technology is 
not there? Is that it? You just that we don't have a good enough. I know. Telescope? I'm saying there's uh, there's too many. You're gonna have too many obstacles. You're gonna I gotcha. have too much okay. atmosphere. No, that makes too sense. much lighting. Too much things playing into okay. effect that you can just see Mount Everest from okay. anywhere in the world. And that's why it also a near sun model uh, with sun that's closer to the Earth is what m- fits this model because when you have that, a light is dispersed at a lower altitude. It's over a certain general area. And that's what you have is considered daylight. Okay. So there's a lot of models that take into effect uh, the flat earth model. And they come from even old ancient stories, fables, and religion. The yin and yang is a sign of the sun and the moon rotating around. Mm -hmm. The rabbit and the tortoise racing. And one coming back, even though it was more steady and slower and beating the faster the hare, is also an old fable that comes from the story of the sun and the moon rotating. Because the moon keeps a steady course. And it ends up winning the race before the sun that slows down during your... Uh, southern uh, winters and then it speeds up during your northern uh, summers when the sun is north above the northern hemisphere okay so you've watched okay so here's another question like i said i'm just going off whatever i've got in my head uh you've seen have you seen like rocket ships go in and leave the atmosphere yeah or whatever like, the from, angle of curvature they all yeah take. you always see that the the smoke, if you will, that comes from the rocket, it's always a big arc. It's all. It's always. It does. It if it, if the f- world was f- just flat, it'd be a straight shot, straight up. But since we're on a, if, if we're in a globe, it does what it does, and it does this big giant arc. You can see the pictures, the video of the rocket ship just doing a big arc. The the smoke, and if it was flat, it'd just be a straight line. But the line moves. Like yeah. That. But the thing is this: if there's a firmament above us. They know they can't go through. That's what Operation Fishbowl was. So in the late 50s, after... Uh, tell Fishbowl. I got to go pee again. Oh, okay. So in the late 50s, folks, uh, they had Operation Fishbowl. Uh, the military did. Uh, Admiral E. Byrd, uh, he went to the South Pole, and uh, supposedly the military and the supply ships were attacked. Uh, they came back. Um, then all the nations went down in the 50s. They all met in agreement, and they all signed a treaty that no one can go down publicly to the Antarctic uh, without any supervision uh, by the either the UN or the nation that's uh, in charge of a specific portion of the Antarctic rim. Uh, and this works on a flat Earth because you're going to have an ice wall around the outside of everything. That's actual true Antarctic. Uh, the North Pole is in the center. Uh, of this plane so all the all the nations figured this out in the 50s and uh, then immediately they started having operations uh, down there and one was called Operation uh, Dominique and uh, it was an operation where uh, the military forces got together and they shot large missiles up into the sky <coughs> And they all exploded at a very specific height, all the same, at a very specific height. And uh, they reported to the media that uh, they were doing this because um, they wanted to test bombs. And it was all due to military testing, and it was all about um, how durable our, our weapons are. Uh, they were coming up with excuses for why they were doing this. But after they did uh, Operation Dominique, they did another one called Operation Fishbowl. Uh, uh, and it was called Operation Fishbowl in conjunction with Operation High Jump, which is interesting because if you think about the name High Jump, uh, if there's an ice rim all the way around you, it, it's a pretty high jump from the ocean ship you're on up some of these Arctic walls that are almost 200 feet. 
you can look up some of these Arctic walls out on the rim. Uh, they're just giant. You're talking about the ice wall. Yeah. So okay. th- it was called Operation High Jump. Okay. So they went out there, and then it was called Operation Fishbowl. And so Operation Dominic happened, and then Operation Fishbowl. And if you look up the term for the name Dominic, what the name Dominic means, it means of God. So basically what they're saying was uh, the fishbowl of God. And they were testing it. They were shooting at bombs, and they were all exploding at a very specific altitude. Uh, there's also, I would just say, a lot of high-altitude balloon footage you can watch nowadays that do not have fisheye lenses, which you got to watch for. That will always show curvature. Um, but without a fisheye lens, there's some great ca- photos getting captured and information getting captured right now showing the sun at different parallel uh, uh, positions even during uh, late late morning and early uh, afternoon, like high noon times. And you can see sunspots right over the cloud that the light source, the sun, is over. And uh, everything looks horizontally just perfectly flat and just level. Do you believe in the uh, – so you don't believe in any of the images that come from outer space? Well, there's a lot of th- problems with that. Where are all the satellites that are orbiting the Earth? There's more than 120,000. They just edit those out? Um, no, they don't. They go ahead and they admit that uh, the Earth is put together with composite right. film. So they don't even actually ever take a solid full picture, which is like, why there's not? A, there's been a couple. I think there's been like two or three. Yeah, they say so. And then if you just go ahead and just look at the archived photos of the Earth from the early 2000s on, you'll find that several times in the pictures the continents change shape. Largely drastic shape. Uh, North North America changes size almost about twenty five percent in the difference between like a two thousand and two photo that they have in two thousand and seven. North America is just huge. Okay. So um, e- the continent sizes change on these ball images. Would, would that have to do just with the quality of the camera that's taking the shot? Like uh, if, you're, if you're taking this qual this crappy quality and putting it with this better one that makes this from a completely different country and manufacturer. Like, here's China's pictures, here's Russia's pictures, and it, maybe they're going to be different. Maybe they're just going to look uh, different. Yeah, all those live 24-hour footage films, you'll all find that any of them, if you watch them over at least a good two-hour period, they all reloop. Um, and um, Really, because they I do have that live... I think China has one, right? That's like a live... Yeah, and even the one that America says is live, it says it's live, but then every four hours they shut down for an hour and a half or something, and then they restart, so it's not even real live. It's like it's always restarting at some point, and they shut down for a period of time. Um, so what's interesting is, yes, you could assume that, hey, you know what, just by chance it's a camera malfunction, but, like, seriously, the ball is always the same size. So... It's the continent that's changing, not the ball size. It's okay. It's, it's very, it's obvious. And and you have to remember if a camera or something is taking the picture over the Earth at a certain portion or a certain time of day or a certain period of time in its orbit over, let's say, a flat plane. Think of it that way, right? Like this. Okay. And it is. Uh, it's going to get, if it is getting put together in composite strips, it is at certain times, if it's in a near orbit to a continent, it will make it look bigger. But then they just put that together and they would just edit it and make it look like a ball. So anyways, all I'm saying is I'm not saying that satellites, the idea of something orbiting that can take photos from a high altitude isn't real. That might be real. 
but it would be orbiting like this, just like the sun and the moon does, and it would be working on the magnetic field, something that Tesla figured out, something that all these smart, intelligent scientists figured out. See, there's a lot of things about the flat Earth that not just its, 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 its idea, but its actual structure, if you think about it. It's, it's such a machine itself with the North Pole being a center of magnetism and the whole magnetic field working on this plane and how you can tap into it, something Tesla was really good at, something that the gentleman that built uh, the... Uh, the castle in Florida, uh, the stone castle in Florida, knew very well. He was a stonemason. Okay. Um, I forgot the name of that place. Um, uh, and he had a flywheel there that was a magnet flywheel that created energy. You see, there's free energy, and free energy is out there, but it's on the magnetic spectrum. It's on the magnetic field and the electromagnetic field. It's in the air on a flat plane that only exists because there's a center of magnetic field in the North Pole, in the center. That's why there's none at the South because – there wouldn't be a south. There would be one center pole and a current that's constantly feeding like a wrapped circuit coil. So that's how the military and the Nazis even figured out with technology like that how to hover and get anti-gravity because it really isn't gravity. There's just a magnetic field that you can ride and you can become null and void to the whatever force of density that's there that's pulling matter down. And you can ride the magnetic force and you can fly all over. So all these UFOs that people are seeing are really... I believe government made things and they're just testing. They're just testing out new stuff, testing even maybe out the public and seeing how gullible they are. Uh -huh, sure. All I'm saying is all I'm saying is this. Look, yes, you can go and there's over 200. I don't have the time to go through them so there's you can look it up. There's over 200 verses in the Bible that all talk about a solid earth that's fixed in place with a firmament above it, structure with sides, corners that's mended down. How interesting that Hollywood people that the term itself Hollywood which I, I lived for a little bit for college Hollywood Hollywood is the Holly plant is the plant that witches use to make their wands so Hollywood in other words are saying this is just like uh, this is where we make our witches wand so Hollywood uh, it, they have television they want to tell you a vision they want to give you the vision. <laughs> that's funny they want to give you the vision for the future you know what I'm saying I tell you a vision I never heard that before ever since televisions and the blue ever since televisions and the boob tube came into the American home all of a sudden people were all able to be told the same story at the same time and everyone was be able to get on the same page at the same time Wow what a great mechanism to steer society Wow <laughs> okay how many people say I saw it on TV Everything is. I saw it on TV, dude. It's the I saw, I saw it it's on the, the greatest now. CIA propaganda tool. Okay, so so think about it, folks. Just think about it. Think about it for a second. If everyone's thinking all the same thing, that's what they want. You got to start thinking outside the box, and you got to start realizing there might be a box. Okay, so and you have no. Do you believe other planets are spheres, or are they all flat? I too? believe I believe other planets are light sources. I believe there are fixtured lights in the firmament, just like described in Genesis. I believe that the lights that are in the firmament were fixed. Certain ones are fixed, and then I do believe that there are wandering celestial bodies, which were also mentioned. Um, I, I I'm just gonna be honest. I believe the Bible has been downgraded so much because so many books have been taken out. You get all those original books, folks. All the original ones are in the eighty-eight. I'm telling you, there's information in that stuff that is – it talks about astronomy. It talks about the stars. It talks about the meaning of times and seasons with the stars. It talks about the firmament way more and the creation, building creation. Um, Are so, you talking a lot of like Dead Sea Scroll? So I'm just saying, I'm just well. saying, a lot of things get downplayed because they're just not accessible to the public anymore. And there's a lot of people in the church has been programmed to think, oh, shame, shame, don't think about that, don't look at that stuff, that's bad stuff, shame, shame. You know, it's downplayed, it's looked shunned upon. 
But really, knowledge is knowledge. You need to understand things. You need to read. You need to start reading things that the ancients, as some people would say, knew. Because I'm telling you, a lot of things were happening back then that aren't happening right now. And there's a realm that we can't see. And people know this. You know, you don't have to go too far until you meet some people that are like, yeah, I believe that there's a realm we can't see. I believe that. So, well, so most Christians would would oh, say yeah. that. Oh yeah, and yeah, and most people in general have had things happen in their life. They just like that's not just a coincidence. Are you serious? Right. Serious a coincidence? Yeah. I've had things happen to me. I can just tell it wasn't a coincidence. It was meant to happen. So, uh, if people understand that there's other forces at play, and, uh, and that's crazy enough in itself, it shouldn't be that crazy to think that we've been lied to about the shape to make people feel insignificant and not as important. And you can be manipulated. If you're told you're not that important, and once you realize your true potential and what you really so you are, think the round Earth does that, it makes you feel. I think it could take people and it can make them feel as if everything's an accident. Yeah, and at any moment an asteroid could hit us, and we're just we're living on. Well, that can happen. We're living. What's well, gonna happen? See that if you believe in a flat uh, ball Earth, I don't. Even so if it was a flat Earth. No, I believe that we can every, still get hit. No, I believe I mean, that everything's in control. I believe that everything's planned. I believe the master is overlooking everything. That doesn't mean he's not going to throw a giant I boulder think, at us. I think he's already let us know what's going to happen, and I don't think anything that he said isn't going to happen without it happening the way he said it. So I'm not worried because I already know it's going to happen. Okay, you do know it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. I mean, I mean, I'll be honest, folks. Bad things can happen. Man can propagate a lot of crap that sucks. That's happened before. Hello, World War One, World War Two, yeah. Korean War, nine uh, eleven, the War on Terrorism. Uh, what? Hello, let's wake up here for a second. Man has perpetrated some pretty nasty stuff ourselves. We don't oh, gotta yeah. really worry that much about. We're our not creator coming down, yeah, and and screwing us over. I think half of what's going to happen, and half of what I already know is going to happen, if you just read what people wrote about back in the day that had knowledge that we need to know, they all said there's going to come a point when man, all men, almost all men, grow faint of heart, and that the love of many grows cold. And you're talking about straight up narcissism, you know. And almost halfway, half of the time, you look around, you just see people on their phone taking pictures, selfies, oh, how yeah. great they are. Their own Instagram is their own website to www.imthekeng.com. <laughs> you know, like I want to be the coolest guy out there. Uh, narcissism is at an all-time high right now. Oh yeah, or thanks to social media. Oh, yeah. So, I or, mean, or I mean, you're a guy like me, and you start a podcast and put yeah. your face as so, your logo. So when I say, oh no, that's not that <laughs> bad, man. Yeah, hey, you got to do, you got to do icons. But what I'm saying is. When you get to a point where, uh, when you get to a point where society is just going down the path that's just obvious, if you understand ancient knowledge, uh, yeah, it's not too hard to figure out where we're going. No, not at all, brother. You oh. look and you're like, "Yep," and the and the and the and the steering wheel will continue to turn on the car, and this car will continue to get steered by society that's being driven. Through mainstream media, mainstream propagation, mainstream education, and mainstream news and information. Can't go on forever, that's for sure. There's and, gonna be and there are, there are a lot of grassroots and people waking up and talking about crazy stuff like I am, folks. Flat Earth, wow. What a, it is. What I a mean, nut. it's a very but, fringe, fringe. But you know what? There. But you know what? People are talking about <clears throat> it, and that's because finally we have to understand we shouldn't be afraid to think. There's nothing. It's fun wrong. to think about. It's Absolutely. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And I'll be honest, once you start thinking about it way more, you start watching TV and it's almost as if a switch when you watch the Matrix and literally that part where he's like the red pill, the blue pill. You just start to play with the idea for a second, folks, just for a little bit. 
you look into it just a little bit more, get a little bit more knowledge. I know, I know some people need a, you know, the push over the edge. I mean, I say look up the 200 proofs by Eric Dubé on Flat Earth. I mean, over 200 proofs. Just, I mean, when you're done, you literally want to pee your pants because it's like you have no excuse. So watch the 200 proofs by Eric Dubé on Flat Earth. Uh, that's a great place to start. And then just after that, get educated on NASA and what they're all about, where they came from, and how much money they have stole from us, the American people, lying about so much crap. Um, and, and, I mean, if you want to talk about Freemasonic rituals, just look on the ID badges for these uh, these astronauts. They all have the Masonic emblems on them. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's not, it's, not a new, it's not a new thing, folks. It's all... It's all old uh, tradition getting handed down, and the public is just throwing another episode of, uh, you know, the latest trend on TV, and we're giving the latest gossip on the front of some People magazine. Who, and uh, that keeps us entertained while there's a lot more inter- interesting things to learn about. Who started uh, Round Earth? Like, who started the Round Earth? Well, who no one really started it. This is the interesting thing. The, f- the Round the round earth was was basically this toss up ball idea with copernicus and the catholic church really backed him it, it was the catholic church more than anything that pushed and funded and uh really put into into motion did they have a reasoning idea. they just said huh let's go ahead and say that it's wrong because for a long time it was flat earth and then yeah. and then w- then well, they started persecuting anybody that said that it was round and it uh it moves around the sun. You yeah, know? Galileo was was persecuted. Right, and Copernicus was really the first though that talked about it, and his uh, thesis was the Pope published it. The Pope said, "I wanted it. the pub the Pope the Catholic Church published the first thesis on the round Earth." So I think <coughs> I think subliminally undertones. Uh, but so, but there must have been a conscious effort that said, "Huh, let's go ahead." And if we've been believing in the flat Earth for so long, all of a sudden this guy makes a compelling argument, or like, I mean, there had to have been a part if they knew that it was the there Earth was, was a, flat. <laughs> there had to have been a point <laughs> well, where they said, "Hey, yeah, let's change it. Of, well, yeah. Let's consciously change it to where it's round yeah. because that's going to make people feel even less insignificant." I mean, yes, you're actually kind of getting to a very important part here. Let's say, for instance, you. Uh, get dropped off some rich person's child and they tell you this kid is going to hit 18 and if this kid finds out who they are they get this $3,000 no this $3 billion that I have in gold mm-hmm. here now if the child hits 18 and they don't know who they are you get to keep the gold okay so how good of a person would you have to be to live your entire life to make sure that child knew who he was, where he came from, and what his inheritance was that he was going to receive? Or how evil of a person could you become to hide it, trick, and get it all for yourself? I can see, I mean, I mean, human beings are on the spectrum. I mean, it's such a wide, I mean, I can see the guy that says, I'm going to raise him up knowing that. And if I do a good job raising him, maybe he's going to take. Yeah. Yeah. I, not, I e- not even just doing that, but just, I mean, there's a lot of just people that do a lot of altruistic things out there for whatever reason. Yeah. They just, I mean, look at So let's just say, for instance, you got a bad apple at one point in time that said, 
this is the great opportunity. No, and I see the other side. Hell yeah. Screw this kid. To take over everything. Why? Yeah. I mean, come on. World domination. No, I see you some. You really think no yeah. human has ever thought of that oh, before sure. no, and I, attempted yeah, yeah. it? Exactly. <laughs> like, uh, no, I guarantee there was a there would there would be people that say, yeah. Why raise him? Why don't I just, don't I just put a bullet in his head now? At that yeah. time, bro. Like mm-hmm. uh, Catholicism was uh, taken over. It was a great 15th century. Uh, I mean, the 15, you know, 15,000, uh, 1500s. So it was a great time when the Catholic Church was a, f- a nice, good, full bloom. And it was, hey, uh, opportunity to come out from under the authority of a creator that's all seeing and above us. And let's just do this ball theory. Everything kind of came from nothing. And that's where that theory kind of started. Because once you go to, okay, we, we are going around a sun. It was a big leap for everybody. Everyone was a flat earther up until this point. Everyone. Right. We got to remember that, folks. We're not, when people who are going back to flat earth, we're not just like having a dream one night with like some weird alien invasion abduction where they're like, you will think flat earth now. No, it's people putting stuff together and going, wait, stuff makes sense. Like I said, patterns. Stick to patterns. Stuff makes sense. So, um, uh, you look into flat earth and uh, it's not as if someone is out trying to make everyone sound crazy if you really look into it. But uh, the ball earth in the 15th century when the Catholic Church was like, okay, this sounds great. We'll do this. You have to ask yourself, was there not an idea to subvert humanity uh, yeah, so I just, that I they don't could see. be more under the control of man? Because once you take away an all-seeing creator who is over everything, right, and there isn't as much anarchy, and all of a sudden you have this ball, and, hey, we have to – there has to be some sort of authority on this ball. You know, we have to have some sort of – Doesn't there have to be know, authority on a, on a flat land too? Well, I don't know so I much. Mean, I, I, not, it not when you understand the true potential of your uh, interaction with the creator and how uh, – it's how actually very interesting the Judaic people, the original uh, Judaic Israelites, they had a very socialist – society where really you had the temple and you had the priests but they only they when they started falling away is when they wanted a king when right. they wanted a man over there. Right, right but until then every seven years your debts were re, re went back to zero uh that was a year of jubilee it was a very socialist economy it was a very you know unto you done then back to you you know but everything was reset it was a very fair 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 we would consider super socialist economy yeah. nowadays yeah you can, so it's a really, lot easier to do with less people. So really, too, though. that's what I mean. Is like the real purpose for mankind was never to rule over one another, never. But the only way that happens is when all of a sudden there's no one to look after you. Oh, now you need the state. You need the government. You need religion. <laughs> okay. You get it? I get that. See, no, I, I I understand. I just it still doesn't. I just I don't understand why anybody would have. Chosen it, it, like well, w- without can without be without man. science, you start to give them fear. Think about that back then. Fear, fear, right? Witchcraft, you know, everyone's getting burned. You fear that what's happening nowadays 9 11, terrorists, fear, 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 fear. You keep oh, people a in a state dominant. of fear, yeah. you can manipulate so easily, man. So easily, you could eat. Heck, I'm not, see, I won't be surprised when someone shows up and says they're God and everyone believes it. That's how manipulated. People well, there's plenty of cults that have, have started no, off. Like I mean, that. worldwide, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about someone showing up and the whole world going. I can't see that. I mean, unless apart from God actually parting the heavens and we're actually coming down, I don't see some okay, yeah, human. You're being. on that track now. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm talking to someone who understands it. Yeah, unless the sky literally remember that, folks. Yeah. Unless the sky literally separates like a scroll. Right. Okay. <laughs> 
Don't worry about it. But I'm saying there will be people that will you see you're on you're probably down that level. That's why it's hard for you to believe. But you got to understand there are people that are so gullible, my friend. Oh, I, I they, there are. There's, they yeah. will be like, oh yeah, whatever you say. Whatever oh no, I just watched. Uh, I just started watching that documentary on Netflix, uh, Wild Wild Country. Yeah, where this guy just started a cult and they all moved to Oregon, uh, Oregon, Oregon. There was a cult here in KC. There's cults I mean, everywhere. We're in KC. When you talk about a little bit of KC news, yeah, there's a little cult that popped up at IHOP for a little bit. Remember, and that chick got killed down by the by the lake in the van at uh, the International House of Prayer. Yeah. I knew uh, I I knew some people some affiliated with that place. Yeah. I I went there one time. That was uh, it is a that is a strange little area. Uh, the the people I met I've met a lot of people from that church actually. But there's some good people. No, there's good there. people. Yeah, but, but there it, there is a yeah, certain there is a certain yeah. frequency that they have that is just it's just off slightly, and you can't put your finger on it. But when you mm-hmm. the ones I I met. I met a girl, her brother. I knew them really well. And then I met a bunch of their friends. I was serving tables at a cheesecake factory. And a bunch of they came in and they said they were from IHOP. I was like, oh, do you know, I won't use their name, uh, Sandra Smith and Benny Smith. Oh, my gosh, you know, how do you know? I was like, oh, I dated her back back in the day. Oh, my, we know her so well. And so I knew this whole table was from that church and you could just tell there is just something super nice but there's mm-hmm. like just something off like a yeah. little you you could feel a little bit of a cult vibe if you thought it was like you're not one of us yeah it was Shame. really strange yeah that is a weird yeah yeah i hop um, so uh, you know it's like you know the world though would be really miserable if there was just all of you just walking around all of That's anybody, all of one thing would be awful. Life. Yeah, the variety is the key to life. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's part one of the reasons why I love Kansas City is we've got such. There's a good uh ethno variety. Yeah, here. Very it's awesome. Much so. it's yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. very diverse. Um, I mean, you can get stuck in a suburb like this one uh-huh. where it's all white bread, or you know, <laughs> some of the out outskirt suburbs. It's pretty white, um, and that's fine. But when you get a little closer to the city, it, it is nice that it's. I, I like the diversity here. All right, so I guess I have one other thing about the flat oh, Earth yeah, thing. Yeah. Sure. Um. Because I I'm I don't know I'm, I do have a bit of a science mind, but I'm not smart enough to go much beyond a, f- a few different things. Yeah, I'm just um, working with my own logical brain I, as well. I, so do you remember when we had the the big eclipse last? Was that last summer? Man, that was, that was I awesome. do. I saw. I Did you see it? it? Did you put I the glass it. on? I got to yeah. see it. That was I awesome. Had a, I had a welding torch of glass that I bought. Yeah. That was like a 15 grade. So I actually could see quite a bit of the interesting stuff. Pretty dope, right? Yeah. I remember when it happened. So it was like it was middle of the day, early part of the day. And when it happened, it didn't get completely dark, but it got pretty dark. Yeah. My it's light switched on in the back. As yeah. soon as it happened. All the crickets and all the nighttime bugs started going. Started going. Mm-hmm. They thought it was nighttime. It was creepy, it was but awesome. it was really cool. Um, so that was a solar eclipse. Uh-huh. Badass, badass. We also have lunar eclipses. They happen. It happens more often than you think. Uh, yeah. Eclipses happen often. Um, so a lunar eclipse is the sun's here, the Earth is here, and mm-hmm. then the moon gets behind it and it casts that shadow. No matter where the sun is at, 
or, or no matter the angle of the earth mm-hmm. whenever that shines onto the moon it's always round there's always a round talking about the earth shadow the earth day. shadow is always circular uh-huh. always no matter what where no matter what it's always always circular the only way that can happen is if it's a sphere if if earth is a sphere there's no other way if you take an angle if you it that's the only way like take a ball take another ball take a shine take a light and no matter where that light's coming from on this side of earth if it's mm-hmm. that shadow will always be a circle and that can only happen with a sphere yeah okay so how that's explained um, if you watch Rob Skiba at all, I'm going to go ahead and explain it. But if you watch Rob Skiba, he's more thorough on the topic. But uh, <clears throat> pretty basic. Uh, you have to pop pop back out of the big picture again. First, This is the first point I'm going to make is, okay, think about the flat earth and how technical and how, uh, and how just magical and majestic the structure is going to have to be, right, to have a flat earth with a dome. Like that's <laughs> better than anything man can make, right? So think of... Something. Well, a sphere is better than anything that man can make. Really? The sphere of the think world? like a I flat mean, earth with an atmosphere with all the storms and the sun and the moon inside. It's all incredible. Structure. I mean, yeah, but wouldn't this... It, okay, if it was flat, right, with the dome structure, right, and the sun and the moon inside, two amazing light sources that are... The sun and the moon is inside. Okay. Inside the firmament, right? So I'm just saying, though, think about, think about looking down on this. Isn't that not... M- Man, if that's that that would be beautiful. It'd be a beautiful handiwork, right? It would be a beautiful something. If it was like a big box, someone that I mean, yeah. You yeah. If so, if your friend came over, right, and was like, "Dude," and put this down in front of you, and you opened it up, and you saw a sun and a moon in there, and you saw habitation, little creatures, and there was a dome, and he made his own. I mean, would you not just literally be like, "Oh, it freak mind. out!" Yeah, I'd right. Freak out. So Let's get the cameras gnarly, on. Get this, right? Yeah. So now just think about one of the light sources in there that always shows one side of its face to the earth at all times, mm-hmm. the moon, right. never rotates. It's always one side, has been for thousands of years. That's what it is. That's how it is. Bam, right. that's how it's been. From time immemorial, that's all we know. Okay? And that's inside this big, amazing structure, and it just so happens to phase every seven days, no matter what. No matter if we're in summer and we're spinning around the earth and the sun faster or slower, every seven days, same pace, that shadow phases inside right. of the moon. And it's always but a circle. in the summertime, yeah, it is always a circle. But in the summertime, in the summertime, when we're going around uh, faster, it's the same speed. In the wintertime, we're going around slower. It's still the same speed phasing. So there's a thing about the moon that actually gives away a flat earth because there's no way that shadow is in phase with the actual speed and rotation of the earth because there's times when the moon is up full half eclipse in the, in the sky with the sun at the same time. And it's still half eclipsed or even quarter eclipsed, which if you just t- hold lights up, that w- th- makes no absolute sense. So it doesn't matter how fast the earth is spinning. Well, yeah, it does. To make a because, shadow. Yeah, it does because the shadow would have to keep in correlation with where the moon is. Not if and it's spinning. I mean, if you spin a ball on no, your I'm finger. No, I'm talking about the sp- the speed in the orbit rotation, not the speed of us rotating on our Oh, axis. you think the orbit? Well, well it changes when you come into an ellipse. Yeah. Because okay. in the summer, you're moving faster around the sun. And you're a little slinging out. You slowed. That's why the days get. That's time. Time, daylight. Well, According still 24 time, hours. We're just. Yeah, but. Less. You, yeah, less but you're, tilt, you're tilting less sunlight because you're sl- you're way out, and now you're coming back in. And your summer, when you hit your peak summer, which is what we just had summer solstice, which is June twenty first. Uh, yeah, June twenty first. So now the daytime slows down again. So even we're heading back out. 
so you lose the extra hours as you go with the tilt. The sun also hits the horizon as it slows its speed in the sky, or uh, sorry, speeds up its speed in the sky. So it is also the speed in the orbit well. But what I'm saying is that shadow change never changes. It's always seven days, seven, 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 which is interesting because creation was in what? Seven days. Mm -hmm. So seven days he gave us since the time he created. Six days. Well, seventh he rested, right. so it'd be seven days. So, so from creation, that is a, that's it's a clock. It see the creation is actually the way he looks at it, and the way he gave it to us is the stars never move, which is another interesting thing because here's the sun right here, right, and here's the earth. So if you're on this side right here and it's summertime and you're close to the sun, you're looking out at the space out on this side, right, and you're seeing the Big Dipper, and then in the wintertime you're way over here at space looking at this side, and you still see the Big Dipper. The Big Dipper is still in the sky. It doesn't. It changes in the horizon altitude like this, like the other stars do, but you're always seeing the same constellation, same time of year all the way around. On a flat plane, that works because they're all set in the firmament, and the firmament just rotates at different angles and spins all around Polaris, the North Star that never moves off the North. It just stays. No, the nor the North Star moves. Or no. we, the North Star is it's not a, the always wobble, the same the spot. Wobble, it's always the north, though. The wobble on the north star is literally, they say, within, like, centimeters. That's all. But that it stays at the north. It there's never been moves. There have been different north stars throughout they history. They can never prove it, though. The one we have is the only one we've ever had that we know of. We are, That's for why now. people sailed, have sailed by the stars in Hawaii. The Hawaiians, this is where I learned some things about sailing, they all sail by the stars, and they have for thousands of years. The oh, sure. Sailors have been using the stars forever. Because they never move, yet supposedly we're flying around the sun. It's flying through an orbit that's flying through stars that never, ever move, and then all their lights billions of years ago because they're billions of light years away. Sure. So the light is moving with us while it's thousands of millions and billions of years. See, this is where they lose you. They start to just throw up big numbers and big stuff, and it just becomes this jumble that you just get confused and frustrated with, which is the, the tactic. See, you got to remember, folks, Nazis. <laughs> Every time you start to talk about this shit and your brain starts to hurt, just remember, Nazis. Oh, that's why it's so fucking confusing. But it's not so confusing when you think of a flat earth. It's not confusing whatsoever. It makes – see, that's the thing about it, folks. It just makes – this is why people are turned on to it. This is why it's a hot topic. This is why people are so, – because, first of all, it's described in the Bible over 200 verses. So that's something that most people can relate to because most people in America say they're Christian. Okay, and it makes sense, and all the stuff from NASA that makes absolute no sense, uh, spacesuits that are able to withstand the vacuum of space, what? Yet they can move? Everyone knows in a vacuum chamber, if you had flexible material, the atmosphere that would have to keep your body pressure equal inside your suit would make the edges and the rigid edges of your suit so tense and tight, you couldn't bend a dang thing. Yeah, they're out there in space, floating around, moving wrenches like this. What, in vacuum? See, this is where it makes no sense, folks. The amount of AC units they would have to have attached to their body whenever they went into a shadow to keep their body from literally instantly freezing in a suit that's so thin they can move, but it doesn't have enough insulation to keep their body temperature below the negative, like, hundreds of minus degrees in space, they say. Literally, you'd have to have a back on a backpack on you so big to regulate your body temperature equivalent. It maintains it, though. It doesn't regulate. It just maintains. Oh, it would have to be huge. See, this is the thing. There's so many things. And then there's people that point out in a lot of videos on uh, NASA the air bubbles that come up from their suits, from things they're in. And then people realize, wait, NASA admits that they have deep water tanks that they practice in. So it's like, you know what? I'm done with getting all these really sketch answers. I am not going to believe we are on a ball until I see a live 4K video from the launch pad on a spaceship 
up to the docking on the ISS, which is going, they say, 17,000 miles an hour around the Earth, and yet four times a year it gets docked, and they exchange crew and, uh, and stuff. Yet for how many years have they been doing this? Almost 20 years now going with the ISS. Not one accident. Docking something 17,000 miles an hour. Not one accident, not one fatality. It's computers, not, man. Dude. We got some good computers. Or that's just some big bullshit. Like, that's that's what I'm saying. And then you have uh, the videos from NASA when they're live and they've been edited. A woman pulls a puppet out from the air that's literally sparkle flash over the screen edited in. And she grabs it out and starts using it as a, a part of her skit while she's on the ISS. So it's like they're already blue screening <laughs> stuff in on you. <laughs> So it's like if they're manipulating your video, if they're manipulating the images from space, if they're saying we go to space but they can't go back to the moon since the 70s with technology that's less than your iPhone, folks, and they say, well, we destroyed it all. We don't have the telemetry tapes, tapes anymore. We don't know where they went. Oh, the greatest thing man's ever done, we just lost. Oh, yeah. Okay? And then they say, well, we can't go back to the moon because of the Van Allen radiation belts, which you went through in the 70s six times. Right. And everyone's fine. Yet now we just can't go back. We can't go. Are back they talking the about was so China or something talking about going there recently? Folks, they're stealing billions of dollars from you. You have to wake up and say f you NASA, f this space stuff. And you got Trump who's promoting it now with space force. Space force. <laughs> it's just getting worse. They're throwing it in our face. They're having Elon Musk fake a car in space, and now Trump creates. Space I was going to ask you about about Elon Musk. You don't think he really no, did that? No, that's nah. so bullshit. Really? Dude, that no. guy seems like he's legit, man. Like he. Everything seems legit until the yeah. glasses come off, and then you can see. But holes that guy's from South America, man. He's not even American. He's a joke, dude. Man, I do feel bad though because even he re- admits that we might be in some sort of uh, altered reality, like uh, augmented v- uh, virtual reality realm. And I feel the bad simulation for him theory? because yeah, I feel bad for him because it almost is like he hints yeah, simulation theory. He almost hints at everything being. Uh, fake all the time and even when he gets up and talks about it he's like well it it looks fake because it's real it's like dude come on man it looks fake because it's fake (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know yeah so I mean I think the guy secretly knows what's up and he just is having a hard time man I mean there's people there's you have to I mean it's really I know it's this stuff is a lot to swallow so it's very easy to say it's crazy because it's just hey we want to go to work we want to deal with our day we want to think about other crap and it's not like this not about how everything's evil and our government hates us um, and I know it's not comfortable but the thing is is once you start to think about this stuff uh, you are you have to make a decision you have to realize like okay uh, how much do I believe um, that's beneficial to me or beneficial to the system Hmm. because the system has so many people intertwined in beliefs and traditions and the way things are that the only way to get out is for everyone to first wake up because you're already enabling the system most people just enable it whenever you go along with unconstitutional unconstitutional laws whenever you just abide by things that are not right that we know yeah. aren't right. I mean, like, we can all admit that we feel a squeeze. There's not one person in America that can go, "Oh yeah, this is the greatest freest country we've ever been right now, and this is the greatest life we've ever had as Americans." We all know there's some part of our life that we feel pressure, right, um, from the, either the government, um, our finances, something. Oh yeah. And you know, I'm just, I'm, I want to be someone that can say, "Hey, don't beat yourself up too much. It's okay to realize that there's a system built around you to make life a little hard." And if you can wake up and wake a brother up, because the more people that wake up and we stop feeding this beast, 
it's not going to be able to strangle us so hard, you know? Yeah. Like freedom back to the So people. really, basically what I, I guess what I, I'm gathering is uh, you want people to wake up and you just, because you love people and you want you want people to achieve what they can, like what they're capable of. And like, you want people yeah, to like realize that. the episode, knowledge is power. Yeah. Once you wake up, you have the power now. But I think I think it's important to see where you're coming from. Like you're not, you probably don't care if anybody believes that it's round, but you you have a really good heart wanting people to to believe that it's flat so you can understand uh, this this veil that's been put over our our eyes and to also because I can tell you want people to reach to reach their full potential and this is gonna in your mind help people reach get over that next hurdle and, and become yeah well let's just uh, let's just break down let's not even talk about flat earth let's folks let's just talk about our economy right now how are people feeling how's everyone feeling how's the wallet how's the bank feeling lately how are people financially feeling in this nation are people feeling like things are really going to get better i think people right now are, or, are are doing good right now right yeah we're not in a recession so, so we're doing we're seeing, good so we're seeing some we're seeing some some good things happening uh i would say this is uh caution the caution the calm before the storm um, life isn't always great. Life wasn't always great. You think there's a uh, something designed and it's gonna happen soon? I think there might be a currency swap and a lot of people losing. Uh, I'm talking finances. Okay. I don't. I'm not talking about no Armageddon crap. People don't right. freak out right now. I'm just talking about finances. I think there's gonna be a financial swap at some point soon. We're hitting the ultimate max. Uh, think like our China and America. And debt. Yeah, and just the monetary crisis around the world. There is one right now and it's happening. And uh, I just don't know if the system's getting bloated for a bigger, a bigger problem, so that it's more urgency for people to run to the solution they already have designed, or um, if it's something that's going to try to be slowly incremented in over time, so that it's like a frog in a pot. So, in for, uh, for instance, AKA uh, uh, cryptocurrency. Yes, it's decentralized. It's losing steam. Yeah, it's decentralized and it's losing steam currently right now. But is it really non-controllable? Because if it is all digital, that means it can all be tracked. Who really, really of all of us smokers, hint, 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 want all of our finances to be digitally tracked everywhere? Listen, if everything goes crypto, that means your drug dealers are going to have to sell in crypto. Well, that was the big thing with the Silk Road. Oh, once currency goes digital and there's a way to track it, Screw not being uh, uh, de- uh, de- screw being decentralized. If it can be tracked, which it can be, oh my gosh, that money talks. Oh money yeah. talks, folks. It does. And what you do with your money is going to be allegation to put you in jail, to imprison you, to and and think about it with r- laws already in place where anyone's a terrorist now. Hoarding food is considered. Uh, or water or yeah. water so what so wait if it goes digital and all of a sudden i start buying water yeah that's see see it's a, it's either a slow incremental process into some negative stuff that's going to go down or it's going to be on purpose they already know what bitcoin is and currencies and crypto and they've been already rehearsing with it for hundreds of years maybe not hundreds of years but the last 50 60 years and they already know how to flip the switch and it's just going to get flipped at some point so all i'm saying is our economy's feeling great right now, and people are kind of like, yeah, things aren't that bad. That might be the most dangerous place to be sometimes. Complacency. Yeah. But that's my take on our current uh, economic system. Other than that, I say enjoy your life. Hey, go have fun. Hey, go see Hawaii. Hawaii's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah. I want to go to Hawaii, shoot some Axis deer. On that note, man, let's call that a uh, let's wrap, call that a wrap, dog. bro. 
I appreciate Word. you for for getting out good here and doing you, this. Man. Good yeah. seeing you. I hope we can do this again. Uh, when I first met you, like I was saying, when you were going to the bathroom, I was kind of telling a little bit about the story, how we met, how we were kind of looking for like a sound engineer stuff. And oh yeah, yeah. And, and Robin here is a big Joe Rogan fan, as I and, as, and as Bravo, rah, rah. And and one of the first things he said was like, "Yeah, I can be your your young Jamie." <laughs> and, and anybody that knows Rogan, he's got the producer that's just yeah. a wizard. Young Jamie takes care of everything. I was like, that's what we're. That was exactly what I was looking for. Was a young Jamie, and get to knowing him and talking to him. I was like, dude, you are not a young Jamie. You are an Eddie Bravo. <laughs> I love 100%. Eddie Bravo. Shouts out to Eddie. Ed, Eddie Bravo <laughs> is one of my favorite human beings in the world. I love Eddie. He's yeah. a good man. He's, he's the best. But on that note, man, I just I thank everybody for listening. Yeah, thank you Robin, for having me. Dude, thank thanks you so for, much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having and, me. And uh, I will catch you guys on the next one. Heard. Top, top, top.